This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Zero Aeolus of Sargatanis, Halakren of Siren, and Cavo Fulmine of Lamia. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through TV, movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more information, including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit alamocitycomiccon.com. Calm down, or I'm gonna have to frag you. <laughs> we are dealing with someone here who has absolutely no life. And Mika. And I am a gorgeous girl with big cans. LimitBreakRadio.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode number 78. Thanks for joining us here at LimitBreakRadio.com and at Twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. If you're joining us live for the show, we want to thank you. If it's your first time, hit that follow button. Join us each and every single Sunday starting at 1 p.m. here at Twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio. If you're listening on the podcast, put some set some time aside on a Sunday and join us once or twice. It's really fun. Trust me. Like it's it, you're going to have a great time getting to know the awesome people in our chat room and you're getting you, to troll them too. Yeah, yeah. You have a chance to call us or troll us. I mean, it's you, great. You get to call Skrull a fucking idiot in real time. That's what, right. What's the better thing to do? That's it right. Is, it and is better than just saying it to yourself every episode. And right. it gets and it gets immortalized on screen in our chat room, in our YouTube videos, for all to see for all of time. By the way, youtube.com slash Limit Break Radio if you uh, want to well, see... Until the internet fails. That's true. Nice eye cam shot right on the boobs. <laughs> Dude, look at that. That's perfect. Hey, look, it's a, it's a gorgeous girl with big cans. Look at that. <laughs> I, love, I love boobs. What more reason do you need oh. to watch Limit Break Radio? I'm telling you. Uh, thanks for joining us here today uh, live on Twitch. We got a lot to talk about for FF14. I'm super excited. Yeah, it's been a while since we've been in a position like this. A where, juxtaposition. No, I'm not no. a juxtaposition. No, uh, just in, in, in like in an area where we have new stuff to talk about and we have an abundance of it. We've got Wait, three new po- stuff. Yeah, well, we've got three point three eight to talk about and uh, a lot of the adjustments for uh, the anima that uh, came along with that but we've also uh we've also got some statements about the future of rating that mm. yoshi p has made uh which really? yeah that uh, that, that has caused that has caused a lot of discussion in the ava 14 community but there's also been that that little thing that uh 14 hour uh live stream that they did <laughs> celebrating the three-year bri- uh, the uh three-year anniversary of uh, uh of final fantasy 14 was that the thing with yoshi being super creepy in the background <laughs> just like 
What was that? That looked like something out of The Grudge. It was so creepy. They're just like sitting there playing the game, and Yoshi's like pressing his face into like the little the bars. That, yeah, the bars that they had there. There's so many memes on that now. Oh, oh my I god, know. it was so creepy. It it is it is a little bit off putting. And Yoshi, I, why? I don't know why. Yeah, why did that happen? I'm not I'm not entirely sure. If uh, you're Yoshi, I would do that. If I was Yoshi. Cause, cause you're Yoshi. What can, what can people say? Hey, don't do that. No, you're fucking Yoshi P. No, I, I mean, I, I get it, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it was, it was a weird thing to do for sure. Anyway, uh, <laughs> if you're, if you want to join us live here in the studio, you can of course do that on the Sargentana server. Uh, if you do decide to make a character on the Sargentana server and you want to join the number one free company on Sargentanus, then uh, send anyone in the uh, LBR FC. We have the LBR tag next to our name. Uh, send any of them a tell, and uh, they can anyone can get you in. So uh, it's uh, it's a pretty open door policy here. We even accept all applications. I accepted an application this morning. There you go. So uh, if that doesn't work, you can always uh, apply, and uh, we can accept you that way. But hang out live in the studio, and uh, you know, uh, wave at the camera, uh, show, show off, your tits, show off your boobs. Um, yeah, there's a lot of fun things that. Uh, that you can do by the way uh if you want to subscribe to limit break radio or the lbr podcast network you can do that now on google play and if you are subscribed on itunes you can leave reviews on itunes uh we ask that you do that because it helps other people find the show and we would really appreciate spreading the word of limit break radio 86 miles per hour being the only fc left on sargatanis makes us the number one fc on that's right don't question the logic of it doesn't it, matter how we got there. that's right get owned uh by the way we are supported by alamo city comic-con that's october 28th through the 30th it's coming up here guys uh at the henry b gonzalez convention center in san antonio texas uh we're gonna be out there you can come meet us well you can come meet me but uh more importantly you can meet some awesome celebrities, including David Tennant, Karen Gillan, uh, Billy Piper, John Barrowman, all, of course, from uh, Doctor Who. But uh, recently announced Jason Muse is also going to be out there, uh, who is Jay from uh, Jay and Silent Bob and all of the View Universe movies. Brian O'Halloran, who played Dante from Clerks and uh, a reporter in Dogma, as well as Jeremy London, who is TS on Mallrats, also in Party of Five and Seventh Heaven is going to be out there as well. I didn't realize he was in Dogma too. Yeah, he was. He had. He was very only very briefly oh, in Dogma, okay. but he's he's one of those view askew guys that's in sort of like he's got a bit part in everything. All right, Dogma yeah. one of my favorite movies. I can't believe I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he's definitely. I think he's a, a reporter that gets killed, but I'm not 100 okay. percent sure. Uh, but uh, also announced this week. I, I cannot remember the name uh, her name off the top of my head, but the original Buffy from the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie is going to be out there as well. Uh, so. A lot of cool stuff. You can find more information about that at alamocitycomiccon.com. Guys, it's been a busy week, and it's all kind of fallen in the last couple of days. Like, we've had a, a, a big flood of information in the last couple of days, of course, surrounding this 14-hour broadcast. A lot to go through here uh, today. So uh, Our strategy of waiting until Saturday to make the outlines has finally paid off. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, though, because it was getting to be like Friday about 7 o'clock, and we're just like, 
Oh yeah, we should probably start the. Oh wait. Well, we what? can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, we started. We were with. kind of in a holding pattern, waiting for this info, and it's a good thing that we did. We got some good info out of it. Got a pretty good look at what to expect for three point four, and I, I, you know, I, I, I mean. I, I'm even going to hold my own opinions about my own enthusiasm back, but I'm just taking the temperature of the community between, you know, Reddit and the official forums and just overall sentiment. I don't know that this made quite the impact that Square Enix really wanted it to. There were a couple of announcements that did, including, by the way, the success of our hashtag bring Susan. You're welcome. Yes, yes. exactly. We're going to have Get Susan. We're going to have Susan Calloway performing for us out at FanFest, uh, which is amazing, and we get to take credit for that. That was because of your hard work in the LB Army, tweeting the hashtag BringSusan. It doesn't matter. Don't go to Twitter and look at the last time that it was tweeted. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. matter. It was <laughs> our hashtag. It was our suggestion. And the point is that finally, Square Enix and Final Fantasy XIV listened to something that we have to say. So maybe not all hope is lost for this game just yet. <laughs> it's like they you guys to, planted that seed. They just well, need to keep uh, just keep listening to us and then they'll have a, a winning game. Exactly. Here's the point. Hashtag no one, make Eorzea great again. No <laughs> one can prove that if we didn't have the hashtag free Susan that she wouldn't have come. Like the, no one can prove it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, we, you can't, can't. Are we the Donald Trump of the fourteen community? Is that I what you're implying? No, I, no, no, I, I don't think that. we're saying that at all. I don't think I said all. that at all. Do we need to make the Garleans build us a wall? <laughs> it's gonna be a great wall, and they're and they're gonna pay for it. They're gonna, they're gonna pay for it. And they're gonna be happy to do it. We're gonna go to Alamigo and they're gonna make them pay for it. <laughs> All those refugees coming across. Oh, Ulda, I'll be happy. Maybe this is, expansion will be a little bit more topical than we think. <laughs> Who knows? There seems some. There seems like some. Some uh, some some stuff that you can play around with there. By the way, okay, so uh, I'm sure that some of you are hearing this noise that's occurring in the background now. Uh, so this weekend is the uh, Gold Cup that uh, it's their hydroplane races. Basically, imagine F zero on water, uh, and that's basically what these boats are. And uh, it's going like it's going on right outside of the studio. So if you hear, you know this, you know. <laughs> noise then you know you then know an elephant has just given birth in the studio uh, or Nero just masturbated but if you hear if you hear a loud if you hear a very loud bang and uh, lots of screaming then that means that something you masturbated <laughs> It means that uh, it, it means it means that one of these boats traveling at 215 miles an hour has just broken apart and, and uh, debris has just uh, been thrown into uh, spectators and possibly my living room. So and that's uh, that's when uh, Papa masturbates. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll turn on the cameras when that happens. So. <laughs> Oh, look, no vomit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a pleasant noise. I We apologize. There's really nothing that we could do. We planned around it last year, and we actually, I think we actually didn't even have a show last no. year. Yeah. Uh, we, just did, we just did FEC. Yeah, with the with the live letter and everything, it's uh, it's pretty necessary that we're here today. Well, and Last year, we weren't uh, weekly, were we? We were. Yeah, we were weekly at, at this, this point. point. We yeah. went live in, or weekly in June. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because it was right after I moved. Oh. Like the entire time we've been here, we've been weekly. That's right. Yeah, it's it been was, so long. It was the old. It was the old house. It was the old studio that. Yeah, that, over, over there on that one place. Yeah, 
Uh, they got flooded. Remember when Leviathan came and just demolished everything except I, for Goku? I do. Yeah. No, Goku survived. <laughs> Goku survived. Fortunately. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, and, and that's the best part is that, you know, even living next to a river, you would think that flooding would be an issue. But, you know, not so much. Uh, that's fortunate. Four stories up. So. Uh, <laughs> if but, flooding becomes an issue for you, the city of Detroit's got some major problems. Oh, yeah. No, that, yeah, global warming has officially, <laughs> you know, taken hold. See an arc. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to be trying to hail one of the hydroplane boats. Like, come pick me up. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, again, appreciate you being along here today. Uh, LimitBreakRadio.com, Facebook.com slash LimitBreakRadio, Twitter.com slash LimitBreakRadio. Uh, make sure that you're uh, following us on all of our social media pages. But also, I really I wanted to make mention of this right at the beginning of the show because I've been forgetting the last couple of weeks. Uh, a couple of fans have created the Limit Break radio subreddit so make sure that if you are a redditor which i know that there's probably not a ton of them that listen to the show anymore but if you are <laughs> if you are a redditor that yeah. you go and subscribe to our limit break radio uh we're going to try to be a little bit more involved with what goes on over there and i think we're also going to try to uh find like a plug-in for our website that will like simultaneously publish over there so we're supporting it in some way uh but anyway we do want to thank our uh our, our loyal fans who have started that subreddit for us and uh, it's a cool place like they've they've got some really interesting discussion going on about the discussion that goes on on these very shows discussion so, I know right <laughs> like the I think I think if they had a big discussion about something that happened on the post show that talked about something that happened on the show that that would be the most meta thing ever and that we need to talk about that on the real show there we go yeah yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's check out what's going on in FF14 News. This is a limit breaking news update. So, of course, we have the uh, live letter, which we'll actually get to. That's going to be the majority of our discussion here today. But there have been an, a couple of other pieces of news, including announcing the winners of the gear design uh, tank contest. Uh, now, we had actually taken a look at a lot of these entries in a previous episode. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and get these up on screen for uh, for everyone to check out because because I think they they picked some pretty good winners here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go ahead and just say I was wrong. I thought they would go with the laziest ones. Yeah, no, and they, they, they definitely didn't. They did not. I, I they actually went with ones that looked like they would be real tank gear. I, I agree. Oh, I, although, so cool. I don't know. This top one is a little bit Full Metal Alchemisty for me, but, uh, but that's not, the winner. Right? That's gonna be in the game at some point. Is it? Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's not bad. I wish it was. I don't like the bucket. I hope though. it's. You know what? Let me say. I hope it's diable. I hope it's diable. Oh, that in black would be sweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. what I'm thinking. I feel like it's just too similar to the Ironworks stuff. No, what? what? Ironworks stuff glows with blue lights and stuff. That's I don't know. I just, I just get a big the, Ironworks. Oh, this is it. this is the thing with the with the shield on it. Um, although yeah. that's, that's, just, that's just protect. Is the it? Buff. Is okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I, Never I, mind. I, was, I hate it I was, now. Get Shrek. <laughs> uh, I definitely do like the uh, I, I like the design. I kind of wonder if they're going to go with the short coat or the long coat uh, design here. Because do you see that uh, that that long coat kind of gets cut off here uh, in the uh, in the second? 
second version. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that in the game. Some of the runners up here uh, were pretty cool. I don't know that this one. Mm. I mean, I, I it like doesn't it totally the checkerboard. Do it. Yeah, the checkerboard does not really do it for me. I like it Although, just because it looks different from everything else. They really went out of their way to draw the package in the butt, did they not? I mean. <laughs> They're pretty sure what the pants look like. Oh, I get it. Because you can't see it from the No, it's not a sexual thing at all. Get that bulge on. Yeah, there is a bulge there. I see. Where's the boobs? I see the outline of it. Hashtag where's the boobs? There's a penis. It's good to know he lulls to the left. (laughs) (laughs) How can you actually tell that? Okay, anyway. Uh, (laughs) Do you not have eyes? I mean, seriously. All right, we've got... uh, Here's another one of the runners up. Uh, Pretty cool. I'm... Glad that this was not our winner. Yeah, um, I mean that looks like World I, I, mean, of I like it though. It's it's too like I don't know. It looks like it, looks it, like the samurai. Yeah. It looks like the mega evolved version of Giver. You know what I mean? Like it's just so silly and over the top. That I, is that is yeah. like that's Gundam Eorzea right there. Yeah, uh, some of these other ones are uh, are pretty good. Um, this one I wasn't a huge uh, a huge fan of. Uh, the more like tribal looking like thing. Waka. Alola paladin. Very a waka like. Oh my Just god. Stop. Get, get it does out. look like waka. You're right. It does. No, every yeah, time I see it, I think of waka. Master hunter. Um, I do. Ki- I, I did kind of like this. Uh, this long cape. Uh, the red coat. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. I kind of dig that. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> I like the turtle. The no. quad of. I'm very, I'm very glad that that did not. That, that it's the adamantoid. Adamantoid. You're all wrong. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you can take a look at all of these over at the Lodestone if you want to. Uh, congratulations to the winner. Uh, I actually didn't. Uh, what was their name? Uh, uh, squiggle, 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 Moonrood, Moonrood, Squiggle. <laughs> congratulations, Mister Squiggle. There you it, go. It's it's Aoin. For those of you who can't read, hear it on most of us. Uh, I'm sorry, Nika. We're Americans. We don't speak not American. Yeah. America. Yeah, okay. (laughs) America. Anyway, so... uh, Speaking of building a wall. (laughs) Congratulations (laughs) to that. Uh, There's a FF14 made butler promotion for uh, the Australia region. I feel so bad for Europe at this point. Right. Is, is, was it for the maid outfits that they had that insane yeah. promo yeah. event? Yeah. Okay. Same thing, so that this is Australia, and Australia is so much similar to ours, where it's like, here on this Australian site, buy something that's $30, <laughs> get a code. Yeah, so Yay. if you live it's in... It's all anime, so I'm sorry. And Europe is still like, I have to buy five magazines and take a selfie. If uh, <laughs> So, yeah, if you if you live in Australia and want, you, want, you want more details on that, you can check that out over at the Lodestone. The Rising event has uh, begun. Has anyone done the Rising event yet? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah it's it's a, cute, but nowhere near as cool last year's. Real, oh, it's super that, huge, big, ultra, mega letdown. It's the, not... Okay, it's What's the hook? What's the, like, sell me on doing it? That you get an orchestrian role and two minions. Oh. Oh, so nothing I give even a half a shit about. But, like, the orchestrian roles are worth collecting. You're going to pass up on this and be able to never get it again. Oh, it's a a play about about the... It's it's a cute little play using minions and your character about the calamity, and there's some cute little options you can pick that will have some, like, funny Stop it with the minion shit. Was this the the event last year where we talked to Yoshi in-game? Yeah. This is way less cool. Minstrel like he normally does, but you don't actually get to go, like, last year how it teased a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, I... 
it, comparative to last year, I think that this is well, pretty. It's, it's on terrible. par with the rest of Heaven's Word. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Pop's getting a good one off. Scully asked what song it was. It's the actual like Heaven's Word song from the trailer where it starts out with like that voice, that awful voice. Damn it, I want that. <laughs> you get the orchestrian roll too from like the first leg of it, which is literally like teleport to all three cities. I didn't. Talk. Yes, I, just gotta which, do the hang on, which song is that again? Juxta, I think that you were. <laughs> it was an actual clip he well, just played. Yeah, what, what can you. Uh, <laughs> Now can you beatbox it? That's not a beatbox song. <laughs> Apparently it is. This is not Overwatch. You stop it. <laughs> you you cut it out. Uh, all right. Uh, so if you want to uh, participate in the uh, Rising event, it's from August 27th to September 12th. And uh, as Nika had mentioned, you receive a uh, Heaven's Word Orchestrian Roll, Kryl Minion, and uh, you stole a minion. So, uh, and there is a new uh, meteor firework. Sweet. It's cool. It's a meteor that comes down from the sky and it lands on the ground. And like the, the meteor symbols on the ground, and you can stand in it. It's you know, cool. you know what firework I miss? I miss, I miss the Gobby Santa Claus from Eleven. Did they ever bring that over to Fourteen? What? Remember the what? one? There was a firework fire that had like the little Gobby Santa Claus and like this doing like the sleigh. Oh my god The Gobby Santa firework Yeah, yeah now I kind of do I miss yeah. yeah I nearly comes down From the sky right yeah. yeah I vaguely remember that No I don't think That that was ever a thing here Dang it I want that Not yet Not yet Yeah I'll keep asking for it We're gonna get it So for Christmas this year <laughs> Hashtag bring Bring Gobby, Gobby, Santa. Gobby Santa Yeah Hashtag bring Gobby Santa Just, Yeah if you start the hashtag It'll pay off in like Two and a half years Alright man <laughs> On 6.0 I'm gonna be real happy I know right Seed uh, so that's it in terms of uh, news for FF14. Outside of Live Letter 31, of course, uh, that was uh, going down over this past weekend. Uh, what and was their shtick on the 14-hour stream? What were they streaming this time? Yeah, yeah what, 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 what were they? Yeah, <laughs> Yo-Kai Watch Face. Was it, was it, really? was it? <laughs> What's that? They were, it, I, okay, I heard two things were going on. I heard that, and they also they were going like on an orchestrian uh, role, <laughs> like grind. They're trying to get all of them. As many as they could. Yeah, it was. I didn't watch it. I didn't care. I watched the live letter. <laughs> yeah, the live letter was. I mean, that is. It. it uh, look, I can understand why most of a North American audience wouldn't watch the 14-hour broadcast because it's why like you? you can't understand a word of it. You exactly. really can't. Yeah, and it's just boring stuff. And and, and a lot. Yeah, and and a lot of times it's just frustrating. And I, I mean, no one's going to be translating for that long. I mean, I know that there are people who do translate the live letters, which is a great service. I think that's oh, a, yeah. that's an awesome service that people provide for the FF14 community. Uh, you know, those live streams or you know the Reddit uh, compilations afterwards because they are they're about six hours quicker. Than in the official uh, Square Enix postings that that'll go up either on the official forums or on the Twitter page. So uh, that, by the way, I just wanted to kind of shine a little spotlight on that and uh, and and say, you know, I'm a, I'm very appreciative of the people who take the time to actually uh, translate this stuff. Right. So uh, th- let's take a look at uh, some of the uh, patch 3.4 notes, uh, talking a lot about what we can expect. This coming September 27th, we got a date 
for patch 3.4. A little earlier than we were expecting, but pretty close. Actually, we yeah. Were saying end of September, beginning September. of October. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, I, that's pretty much on <laughs> schedule it. for for what we were thinking. And then I I, I would imagine that uh, 3.45 would probably be right around FanFest. So we'll probably be getting either a preview of the Deep Dungeon, uh, you know, the next in, uh, injection of Deep Dungeon content, or, uh, you know, we will have just gotten it going into FanFest. So, and what an injection it's going to be. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I, I honestly think that that's going to be one of the challenges out at this year's FanFest. The deep Dungeon. Insta- Solo or group? Group. Oh, definitely group. I think it, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's gonna. I think that that's gonna take the uh, the the speed running dungeon challenge. Maybe I think I think it is. I think it'd be really cool if to I, have a solo. Uh, I don't see how far you just, and how long you can go. Just thinking of how uh, the fan fest stuff was set up last year, though, and how long you're waiting in line, gotta, I can't. Yeah, you I can't see them doing a solo that. event at all. Yeah, they got to get people in and out of that as quickly as possible. So, uh, by the way, the patch is called Soul Surrender, which is it's kind of cool. Actually, I don't know. I mean, like this, it feels kind of out of place with a lot of the other names. Yeah. This one sounds I very like different. Um, I think it should sound very different since this, like the last patch was kind of supposed to end that arc, right? Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Um, and we what, also, what was the last patch called? <laughs> uh, was that cricket drop? Revenge of the Horde. Revenge of the Horde. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Anyway, but the uh, art for Soul Surrender features very prominently, of course, the Warriors of Darkness. You can tell it's the Warriors of Darkness because they look mad. Yeah, they look angry. And they're black. What? Wait, what? That got way racist. What happened there? I value all cultures equally highly. Don't hide behind your drops. (laughs) (laughs) Live up to that one. I'm back in black. Just own it. Only the worst drop ever. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, the Warriors of Darkness uh, featured uh, very prominently in this artwork, which makes me think that they're going to be the next focus of the main storyline quest. So. I hope you they're think? not, because that would be hilarious. <laughs> right? They just co- come back in at the very end, well, it'll be, brood on a cliff, yeah, I mean, suddenly walk away. It's really all we've gotten to see more. of them so far. I mean, they haven't really done a whole lot except solo Ravana, and that was it. I mean, what else have they done? They've just kind of looked ominous from the cliff. So I mean, they're, they're, they're the watching g- us, waiting for the right moment to strike. They yeah. were on the Guardian space station. <laughs> By the way, they did mention that along with focusing on the Warriors of Darkness, that, and this is kind of cool, that finishing the coils will change the dialogue. Fin- in- wait, finishing coil or finishing Alexander? No, coil. finishing coils. coils. Will okay. will change the dialogue. <laughs> I love it. When Wait, hold on. So. For Finish, MSQ, finishing coils or finishing crystal tower? Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> no, but like, I just, Are you deaf? That something from that long ago would affect the current story. That's what well, I was no, it find makes, out about that, that makes total sense because they've given everyone, they've given all of the bads long enough to get carried through it now too. So you can do it. You that uh, coil is pretty dick rolly at this point. So uh, this uh, that's been given everyone a pretty ubiquitous chance to be able to get through that content. Uh, and if if you haven't yet, you've got plenty of warning before this uh, this drops and you do uh, you know you do end up chugging through the MSQ. 
queue. But I mean, you know, it's probably going to be like one or two lines of dialogue. Yeah, not I don't think all too big. Of, yeah, exactly. They're going to they're like going to congratulate you on do, on finishing, you know, of defeating the the Bahamut threat. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's just a thank you, and then they move on. Uh, maybe on more than that. Like you know, if you have a legacy member in the 2.0, they actually quite a bit of dialogue thrown in throughout the entire thing. So you never know. Hmm. I'm expecting big cutscene changes, like diverging path where you can choose one option, choose okay. another option. Just don't okay. get your hopes up. No, I wouldn't get your hopes up that. No, much. but I bet, I bet that there will be references to the fact that we have defeated Bahamut. So I want maybe if you haven't defeated Bahamut, the Warriors of Darkness will go defeat it for you and be like, <laughs> "We're the that badass guys." Just Ugh, idiot. <laughs> if you haven't completed Coil, Orshafant comes back to life. <laughs> if you have, but only he stays dead. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so we've also got this screenshot uh, that looks almost, I mean, it looks like we're going to be facing off against the Warriors of Darkness because that does look like a burning circle ring. Divine around, Might 2, finally. Around the uh, arena. So Okay, well, this isn't fair at all. Why do they get five people and we only get four? Maybe we get eight. Or possibly eight. Yeah, we probably will have eight. <laughs> well, that's still not fair. It's why not fair to only, them. Why do they only get five? They need more people. I, th- I think they actually have more people because even on the, on the uh, what is it, the, the artwork, there seemed like there was one that was pictured in that that's not pictured here. I thought there was a Dragoon on that. Maybe I'm No, because there's one no? of each race. Oh, okay. And yeah, you're right. You're parties right. back in 1.05? I don't think no. so. No, that's a thing I'm going to assume happened. What? What? So we can. What are you that? talking about? And one. Okay, so confer- confirmation from Manero. One parties were five people. You're large. an idiot. <laughs> Glad God we got it. that. You're stupid. <laughs> Uh, so there's going to be new side quests added, new Scholasticate quests. Finally, that's the first injection of Scholasticate content since 3.0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, new Hildebrand adventures. Of course, we're probably it's going to be like two stories. <laughs> no, don't flash back. <laughs> and then God, please stop. I, I Just let him die. I don't want Hildebrand anymore. You're the one who wanted Hildebrand. I don't anymore. <laughs> They I him. still like the Hildebrand quests. No. Uh, you know what? I like it, but I'm kind of mad at... I, I've gotten the point to where it's just like, can we just like skip him for two patches so that when we do get him, there's more of it? Like, I, why? I, I can't it. stand having like an hour's worth of Hildebrand and then being done till next patch. Like, why Why is it... Dude, seriously, why is it that I'm actually kind of looking a little bit more forward to the new Scholasticate shit than the Hildebrand? Oh, you're going to be real mad when there's only two Scholasticate quests. Yeah, well, yeah. You know why? Because back when we had Hildebrand in 2.0, we actually had trials and fights yeah, along yeah. with Hildebrand. Out of it. You need to bring Greg back. No, I don't think they need to go back into that. I I'd, I mean, you could... You they need to bring Greg as like a normal person. It, it, I thought Hildebrand was great because it was a great vehicle for all of that throwback shit yes. that now has worked its way into the rest of the overworld. Okay, now hold on. You can't this say now. This is back to FF9, so let's bring something. Maybe he'll bring in Tetramaster. Well, I think it's... I, <laughs> God, stop it. We can only hope not. Uh, no, but I, I mean, it, it's not, not necessarily now, but I mean, like, I think that... By by taking it out of Hildebrand that they're putting it, you know, they're putting the FF6 references into the uh, Hullbreaker Hard or, you know, stuff like Hashtag that. You blame know? Hildebrand. Yeah, like, it, it, it's uh, it, it's not necessary at all to, to put that stuff in the overworld and then feel like Hildebrand is lacking. What are you looking around for? I'm trying to think of what the reference... The first boss from FF6, 
the snail oh, boss. The well, God, you're right. fucking retarded. <laughs> only... You're like looking around, like, like and, and everyone's sitting here. Everyone, everyone is sitting here staring at you like shit. Is like, there a fly or what? What the fuck is happening? I couldn't think. I've only done that dungeon once. We had this whole conversation about how it didn't even have the same mechanics from six, and we were disappointed. Like this was a thing that happened. It didn't even have the same music. It could have at least had yeah. the same fucking music. Yeah. But how much fun was like like Battle on the Big Bridge? Like yes. that was a great addition exactly. to the game. And Hildebrand was a great vehicle for it. Well, and and uh, I mean, Trust and uh, Typhon fight was really cool. That yeah. too, and and again, the perfect vehicle for that. And I, I, again, I think that that was the place to have all of those nice kitschy references right. because it was like compartmentalized away from the rest of the world. You didn't mind yeah. suspending your disbelief for right. that. Yeah. Yes, that's that's a great point, Escalia. Great what, point. What do you? Hildebrand's very one hundred percent like authentic. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but I can, like, fly to the moon and then fall back down to the earth and not die. Have you not done that before? In RL? We just mute him. For the Where's rest the of fight the show? with Godbert? That's what I want. Yeah. The fight with Godbert. Well, yeah, we got to throw it Actually, out Actually, I feel like he should be, like, an ultimate, like, really silly primal that it takes eight of us to fight him. I think it would be hilarious. He'll suplex Doom Train. <laughs> You have to, yeah. you have oh, to fight him as a goldsmith, though. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and he just beats you with his hammer. Yes. And, and you just, like, slam into the ground like Hildebrand does. Do we even it. really need Doom Train anymore? I mean, like, honestly. Everything, I, I'm see, so tired of that, that reference. Made, like, when I was thinking about after doing the Rising event, I was thinking about all the things that they teased in last year's Rising event. And how, like, none of them except the Twintani amount have come to pass. Well, time. it's not like they would have told us about new jobs or anything. I mean, that was a big part of the tease. And so I think it's going to be interesting to watch the FanFest announcements to see, you know, what, yeah. what are the jobs that they confirm and were they actually teasing those in the in the previous year's Rising? Yeah, all that stuff is going to be, like, 4.0 stuff. Oh, of course. I'm sure, but still, it's kind of like, why wouldn't they wait until this year's Rising to tease all that? It feels like... So no, they, we, did, they did it last year, and we've just been sitting on that information for a year. So, and uh, yeah, I, well, I don't, I don't really know. So it's not obvious. I don't know. It's mm. it's so you have something to talk about and speculate for a whole year on, and then if you if they yeah. did it right now, it's like a month, to, a month yeah, and a half before Fan Fest. Fan Fest. Like, that's, that's not yeah. time for speculation. Uh, so we're looking also at some quality of life adjustments. Uh, the cooldown timers will now reset when restarting battles. Thank this is, God. Oh I hate this. <laughs> they need to reverse that this. That should have been in from day one. It really should Catering should've. to casuals. It really so, should No. No. <laughs> if that you is have the ca- most infuriating thing when you're like raiding for a certain amount of time and you have to wait for five minutes if you wipe due to a mistake because your cooldowns are down. You know what? Stupidest thing ever. You know what, Nika? Just don't make mistakes. How about that? <laughs> okay, we'll just never wipe ever again there you go problem solved you don't need this one shot everything got it uh so there are also some incoming changes to auto attack uh so you're no longer going to be affected by whether or not you're facing the enemy as long as you're in range this this seems like a very strange no they finally they're taking our advice they're finally borrowing something from 11 saying that actually helps controller users when you're running away like you can always like manipulate the distances to attack because on controller you can't really strafe while facing the boss so if you have to like dodge a mechanic you often lose auto attacks which is a big reason why people are like controller shocks why don't you just lock on oh but but now if you're within range yeah i mean you can lock on but depending on the mechanic like if you have to jump outside of like a titan's plume or something you'll lose some auto attack but now you'll still get there's just use your big backflip move oh wait only we have that is there is there a mechanic because uh, there's just not one that's coming to mind where if you know if you do like if you do an action or you do even blighted an auto bouquet. attack yeah blood oh yeah there you go blighted bouquet you have to deselect your target 
You can just like, yeah, like Matt, you don't have to actually put your weapon away as some people do, but if you hit escape a few times, then it'll like stop you from attacking. Gotcha. Uh, Yeah, that's going to actually change. You just turn around. I mean, that's risky. Well, they said, I mean, even turning around, that's not going to be able to. No, you're going to have to go after, uh, you're going to have to go out of range. No, you just have to hit attack a couple or escape a couple times. So that little um, icon above the head that says that you're auto attacking just goes away. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It's, I mean, it's definitely going to change the, the rhythm of, you know, the way some people play. So, catering to casuals, catering to controllers, what next? What no, next? That'll help me so much in rating. I feel like as I'm dodging and pulling the boss around, I actually lose so much. I feel like 99% of people will not even experience this change. It's at mostly all. the controller people. Yeah. Actually, you'd be surprised. Like, it I watch too while moving the bosses around. I watch Kahlo play Ninja and he just like walks like at a 90 degree angle away from the boss. <laughs> now he'll not be as bad. Hmm. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't bad. play with controller, does he? No, but he plays with a keyboard. But you still, he faces away from the boss for like seconds at a time. Why? To move. Terrible. When he actually does dodge stuff. <laughs> what a, what a, <laughs> on the rare occasion. What a yeah. terabad. Uh, and also won't be able to uh, face target when you move. So, uh, certain EX primal battles will be added to Raid Finder. Knights of the Round is uh, an example. And and it's good that I think that that's good that they're finding more utilization for the Raid Finder. I have. I, I'm kind of curious what the data on the number of people using that uh, system is. <laughs> I was going to ask. Did that? Did Raid Finder come out? Yes. Yes. Oh. But the only things in it are savage Midas and so it. no one's using it is what you're saying yeah the only reason like because but you have the thing is is that you have to queue up for through the raid finder even if you have a full party so technically everyone raiding is oh. using it however y- you know if you have somebody missing you just queue up randomly to grab a person have you ever used it Nika we've only used it to fill in like one random melee on a five once okay how'd that go it went well actually oh, okay yeah, we won. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this next update. Uh, count- <laughs> oh, countdowns will now be in, uh, what, an interface feature? Yeah, so now, like, you know how people would say, pulling boss in five, oh, four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now it's a giant number countdown. in your middle of your screen. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Like, the interface. Oh, I see. I don't know if it's the most necessary. seconds. Yeah, I don't know if it's the most necessary thing in the world, but it's oh, cool. It's necessary. Know. I'm definitely never partying with Juxta ever again. <laughs> We're going to pull in 30 seconds, guys. Uh, please make sure your buffs are op- up for uh, Ozma. <laughs> going to be uh, buffing in five. 27. 26. Stop. 25. Stop. 26. Stop. 30. All right. Get it. All <laughs> We're right. all getting a taste of what it will be like to party with Juxta. Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> I love how like something actually useful comes out. The first thing he thinks about is how he control everybody. Uh, Have you just met not? Juxta? <laughs> is this the first time that you've ever met him? Uh, so, all right. Uh, let's talk about uh, the next tier of rating. This seems like an appropriate place to, uh, to put this. Of course, uh, Yoshi P confirmed that uh, the next leg of, uh, of uh, Alexander will be uh, coming out called Alex the Creator. So. My immersion is ruined. It's not the Creatos. Midas Creator? That yeah. Creatos. That's what that's what it's called for me. It is a little bit. Is a well, little. they bit. had the father, the son. Is there or is that goat from Savage? Well, is this the, the Holy Ghost? <laughs> so uh, we actually got to see some screenshots of uh, some of the uh, battle arenas here, uh, and this is pretty cool. I mean, again, it's a big arena, but I sort of feel like this is a repeat of Ozma right here. This yeah. is 
Ozma. This is the same arena as Ozma. It's a big circle. But I don't know. I feel like if we actually get to go up and down between like that ledge on the top and the platform on the bottom, and it's just eight people, I think they could. It could be really cool. Maybe it'll be like arcane. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, if you could, if you could fight on the platform on the bottom, maybe because it does look like one of those uh, elevator. Uh, things yeah, that uh, that that what's her face uses like that's in the cutscenes. Part cut of the scenes. mechanics somehow. Yeah, it could be. Wow. Okay. So before we were tired of circle arenas, so now they're giving us circle arena and donut arenas all the time. <laughs> Come on, Square Enix. Now you're getting two circle arenas. There you go. Uh, Where's my triangle arena? So we've also got this was uh, another one of the screenshots that was shown off. Uh, he looks so badass. Connection with the creator. Uh, do we recognize this from anyone? What is this? It's Ultima Faust. They stole it from <laughs> Dark Souls. It is pretty bad. I like the uh, yeah. It's got like the Fausty weapon. Cartoony. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's are we looking at the top of its head or? I'm looking at as those two circles in the middle are its eyes and like those like straight up and down yellow lines are like its mouth mouth area. Maybe. And it looks like that way. It looks like a big helmet, but it looks kind of cartoony to me. He's huge. Uh, He is massive. He is huge. Yeah. He is the ultimate Faust. Uh, you will get Fausted many times. He might be a Faust in the butthole. Um, the, and a lot of steam going on in uh, in in the environment here. We so. heard you like steampunk, bro. Uh, well, I mean, that's pretty standard for Alexander. So we also we also had some statements uh, by Yoshi P regarding the difficulty of the current raids and what the I'm raids. Figured. What the raids moving forward are going to end up looking like in terms of difficulty. And they said that they're going to be like they they thought that Midas was too hard and that they would be adjusting the difficulty to be easier moving forward. Did you see when this first got like mentioned? Yes. This happened like two hours after we went off the air last week. Yes. That was on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they are waiting until we go off the air to make announcements like that. Yeah. Shameful. Like, well, maybe I they won't I don't talk understand about why later. they thought Midas was hard. Is it like, is it just based on the fact that not that many have cleared Midas 8? Because that could be an incentive issue, not a difficulty issue. I, well, not only it's, not only an incentive issue, but an overall game sentiment issue. I think that there's some very real sentiment issues around people logging in and the motivation uh, for people to continue raiding and continue to be plugged into this game. I mean, even among raiders, when you only feel like that's the only thing that you're doing in an MMO, I don't think that that's really the emotion that you want to elicit, especially among your most dedicated player base. And so, I, I, I mean, I think objectively we have to say that the rating scene has fallen off it, even even with the good things that they did with Midas. It never really recovered from the hit that it took with Gordius. Maybe, but what's wrong with having a difficulty level that only a small percentage of the community completes like doesn't wow have like seven difficulties for every single raid they release like what's wrong with having that extreme difficulty that two percent of the community completes that at least will eventually create some gear lust down the road well i'm not and i'm not saying that there is anything wrong with what i'm saying is is i think that the data that square enix is looking at is skewed i think that there if, if you look at the comparative data the uh uh comparative number of clears that uh you know alex savage has gotten gordius to midas it's probably gone down. I, I, I mean, I, I think... Obje- I think Midas was perfect. Gordius had a little bit of flaws in its design, I think, that was frustrating. But Midas, I think everyone was 
said was pretty well received. Have you beat this, Midas? Well, the sentiment. I yeah. mean, we're we're getting close to beating seven. That's I what I'm know. saying. I don't think that Square Enix is listening to community sentiment on this one. I think that they're looking at data. I think that they're looking at numbers, and the numbers that they're looking at might be objectively kind of skewed to say that you know people are either or, or to to make it look like people are either struggling on it more than they are or are less motivated to complete it than they are. And I, I mean, I think that you've got two fla- factors in play. I think. You you know, you you saw the raid scene took it take a huge hit with the release of Gordius and that Midas was an attempt to recover from that. And it only did so much. But there was also the very bi- I mean, the biggest hit that the raiding scene took was when story mode came out, when story mode came out uh, that took a huge chunk of people out of even considering raiding for their complete to feel complete in the game and when you remove I, I mean we've been saying this all the way going back to you know when they had nerfed steps of faith when they were talking about doing story modes that you know this is the ultimate effect that this is gonna have it's gonna do de- knew demotiv- that though, and i think how i don't know how they would think that releasing a story mode wouldn't do that i mean there were so many people during coil that said they wanted to do the raids and see the story but they didn't want to actually have the challenge that's what story modes for so i mean you have to obviously that the actual rating is going to go down like but but again if you if you compare the numbers not the percentage of you know like you know when you when you do compare percentage comparisons you know you're looking at the relative amount of people that are logging in and the relative amount of people that are completing but if you look at the objective number of you know completion it's it's going to go down every single time and i think that square enix is compensating for that data and and probably not in the way that they should I think that it's a bad idea to make the last leg easier. You're going to I mean, it, it does in a lot of ways end up mirroring binding coil where the, the strongest difficulty was in the middle section of, uh, you know, of tears. And, you know, but but the problem is, is that you don't have the same level of motivation where someone feels like they're missing out on narrative if they're not doing this part of the game. And that's I think that that's pretty huge. And, you know, if 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 sentiment has is is anything to gauge, if just looking at the way that the community has reacted, the number of people logging in, the number of people actively playing, I think that that's a pretty damning indictment. I don't think that they need to adjust the uh, the. Um, difficulty I think that they need to go back and reevaluate what the motivation that they're providing their players is I agree this is terrifying this this has put Aniro and Nika on the same page about rating Juxta <laughs> we should get out of here this this won't end well penis <laughs> thanks thanks thank you for that thanks for didn't that. they do that with the uh, the EX relic stuff too penis I mean, yeah, no, Gruda was somewhat. It was you know, but then you had Titan was crazy, extremely hard, and yeah. then oh. Frit was kind of just another victory lap, yeah. right? Victory lap. Yeah, I mean, I I they suppose I suppose that they did. I, I mean, again, I don't know that any of that is purposeful, though. It seems it's I don't know. Some of it seems accidental or uh you know at, at least random you know not in not intentional uh, uh, if they do this third time might be a pattern maybe 
I think that's a disappointing pattern to put your community through, though. I think that that feels disappointing in terms of, uh, you know, um, accolades. Nika, would you agree? Like, if 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 final leg of Alexander ends up being easier, I'm going to be very sad. I mean, I'm a little sad that I probably won't clear a eight before this drops, probably. But even even within itself, though, I can tell you that like. The amount of time it took us to get through A6 and the amount of time it's taking Appreciate us to press through A7. Arrow. A6 is way harder. A7 is really not that hard in comparison. So I feel like, I, I mean, I don't think they do it on purpose. I think they're just not thinking. Well, I don't even know if it's not. Thanks, not thanks for that donation, Dirty Randy. We appreciate it, by the way. It probably is hard to gauge like exactly how your community will react to every fight. So that's why with within a specific leg, yeah. I can see like maybe the middle fight ends up being one of the harder ones, and they when they weren't intending that. But it's really a bummer that you would think the final leg, the final leg of Alexander is going to be the easiest of the three. Right. Like, like and, that and, seems weird. You know, I mean, they, I can see if he was saying it like going into heaven's already wanted to change it up, but like, why change it now? Well, the and, last and, leg of Alex. And, and when they had made this same, I mean, they had made a similar declaration going into Midas that, look, we had made some missteps with Gordius. The DPS check was too high. We're not going to be relying on high, you know, super strict DPS checks to be able to, uh, win for Midas. And, you know, they and and they were right to make the like even we said at the time when they were saying that, like, that's probably appropriate. You know, they were saying that Midas might feel a little bit easier in comparison to Gordius, but this is why. And we were like, oh, that that's fair is appropriate. But I don't think I don't think that that is the same reaction that's happening here with, you know, Gordius to or Midas to the, the, the last creator. one. Yeah, the, the creator, the sentiment right. of the community has not felt at all during Midas what it felt like during Gordius people during Gordius like even like I talked to Kyle or Nika and like I, I feel like you guys felt like you were just mashing your face against a wall for nothing and it was like lame in, in Gordius we were more like mashing our face against the server ping and that was what was frustrating right this time people are just like yeah it's hard but you know I'm working on it yeah like that doesn't that doesn't seem like a problem to it, me yeah you, I, I don't think that of the people who are rating that there are people uh, that there is as much sentiment about Midas uh, uh, in the you know in the vein of like oh this is awful I hate this this these fights are just broken that was a, you know you heard a lot of that in the Gordius days but I don't think you've heard much of that from Midas but I, I mean there's also I, less people doing it so that's tr- true yeah and and I think that that again if that's the data that Square Enix is using to you know to 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 justify this decision i think that that's a bad metric to use well definitely like you see we talk about the incentivization of it all the time and it's just like if the only thing that i'm getting out of doing the heart of the savage mode is the gear necessary to do the next level of savage mode that i don't care right who cares what what does it matter yeah yeah i i mean i again i just i don't know man uh so let's actually read the actual statement from Yoshi P. Of course, of course, this is coming from Nova Crystallis. Uh, Kuki is providing the link in the chat room. Thank you, Kuki. Uh, doing very uh, great work for uh, for us as you're a doing producer. Altana's work. And yeah, is that the right guy? That's the guy the, I the, care about. The twelves okay. work. There you go. Who cares about them? Uh, Heretic. Uh, but anyway, thank Juxta's you. Juxta's work. Thank you, Kuki. By the way, if you do want to call the show, we do we do allow you. 
Shut up, Juxta. <laughs> we allow <laughs> Sorry, you. Sorry, the Juxtas. We oh. allow you to call the show. Uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810 515 slash Discord. If there's anything that you want to sound off on uh, for the live letter, we will be happy to take your calls. Uh, but, uh, you know, a, a lot of times, a lot of times when people call in, you know, they, they, they make very long points and want to have a big discussion. Uh, we're going to try to keep your phone calls very short because we got a lot to go through here today. Yeah. So uh, if you do get the chance to call in, make sure that you get to your point like Super right quick. away. Uh, so here's the actual quote from Yoshi P. Quote, the player feedback that we received with the Binding Coil of Bahamut series was that they wanted more of a challenge. They wanted more difficult content, Yoshida explained. So with this feedback uh, with Alexander, we implemented two versions of the same content, normal mode and savage mode. With savage mode, we made it really brutal, really difficult, so many gimmicks and mechanics. However, we heard feedback from players that now savage mode of Alexander is too difficult. For the next one, we're trying to make it easier because we uh, because what we want to do is bring more people in to challenge this raid content. Is that what people are saying? Is that is that actually what That's the community what people were saying in Gordius? I haven't heard anyone yeah. saying that in Midas. I had that, exactly, exactly. I had heard that a lot about Gordius, but not about Midas. And it just seems like I, I mean, like, is he fudging the facts to be able to justify it so that you know people feel like they can challenge it easy? I don't understand what what the logic here is. Yeah, and like. You would ask maybe the JP player base is saying that, but the JP player base doesn't have much trouble clearing it, to my yeah, understanding. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they clear it better than we do. Yeah, so yeah. Well, I don't think they're the ones saying that. Uh, continuing, Yoshida added that it wasn't just difficulty feedback fans communicated, but the narrative design as well. Quote, <laughs> the other feedback was about storyline that Alexander content lacked in some of the excitement. Like that's legit. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> in some of the excitement yeah. that uh, we got during the Coil series. Well, yeah. In order to bring more excitement, we wanted to have uh, the special kind of feature for the final boss in the final installment of Alexander. Because Alexander is a monster who manipulates time there will be some gimmicks effects and battle situations where you can see those kinds of elements that's something we'd like you to look forward to however uh, the development team is currently working really hard on tweaking and balancing all of the content uh, so yeah I, I, again I think that the statements on story design that's totally fair that is completely the feedback that I think the community has communicated but I just I don't know where they're pulling that quote-unquote we hear feedback from players that now savage mode of alexander is too difficult where are you getting that from i mean i feel like they're just looking at numbers and be like oh well crap there's like five groups on each server that have actually that's what i'm saying yes they're they're looking at the objective clear rate numbers instead of measuring the sentiment on their forums and i and and again it's a bad metric to go by because you really do want to measure sentiment midas was good I, I mean, again, I don't. Obviously, I don't speak from experience because I, I've I've left rating long ago. But just through the the changes between Gordius and uh, Midas for story mode, the changes were phenomenal. The the fights were a whole lot more engaging and a whole lot, and a more, lot more fun. fun. I like. I mean, but then again, the, I feel like a lot of it is more fun because it was kind of silly, whereas. 
Coil was fun and serious, so I'm not sure exactly where they're aiming to go with this, but... I, yeah. you know, I don't either, and I don't know, I, I, I don't know where they were going with Alexander overall, you know, like, I mean, it seems like they're, you know, they're saying like, look, feedback has made us kind of reevaluate what we're doing with Alexander. So what was the original plan? I mean, it's, it's just, this seems like very slapdash des- game design. And I, I mean, that's, I, it's disappointing. Wasn't the original intention of story mode Alexander to be somewhere within the range of coil with echo yes and it was never that does it it ever feel like that no no it was was never that it was never at that Coil with echo was still difficult to an extent yeah story mode alex was not yeah not that i agree i agree going through a four-man dungeon yeah what it felt like it it, yes yeah Yeah, that's eight-man dungeon well let's be honest right (laughs) honestly i think a7 normal is harder for a pug group than A7 Savage is for a static. I think A7 Normal ha- had a decent amount of difficulty, but other than that, I think they were kind of nothing. Uh, it's definitely the only one we wiped on, so I believe that, maybe. All right, let's go to our phone lines. We've got uh, Doris Jivan... Let's see, what is Jivanian. Jivanian. Jivanovan. Ivan Ivan. Jivanovan. There's an extra V in there, I'm telling you. J Ivan Ivan. J- J- okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Doris of Tonberry, thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. How's it going? How's it going? Good, good. Uh, what pronounce you like your to- last name. Yeah. What is? How do you? How do you pronounce it? Jivan Ivan. Jivan Ivan. Jivan Ivan. Oh, there we go. Okay. That makes sense. All right, uh, Doris. What do you want to talk about today? I uh, just want to talk about um, the uh, rating. All right. Um. The um. Just they they should bloody and you know gate the um the story mode behind you know behind the the fight. Uh, which the savage fights? Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, that was one of the i that was one of the ideas that we had when we were going between Gordius and uh, Midas. And one of the questions that we had was, you know, to to be able to do the next leg of story mode, should they have some kind of requirement to get at least, you know, at least so far in can't do Midas the Savage, savage or can't do Midas normal till you clear Gordius Savage. I, you can't well, do Creator normal till you clear Midas. I mean, savage. and that's that is <laughs> that is providing real incentive and and it's making people work for their rewards. But I don't. I, I mean, I, I feel like this community has been so spoiled that that would just get open hostility. Well, I I don't even know if it's just because the community is spoiled. That system just it feels a little that's janky just to dis- me. That's disjointed. Excuse me. But see, it, to me, that yeah, makes it feel does like, a little I don't bit. know. You actually have to clear and kill Alexander to move on to the next leg. I don't know. I, okay, I no, if, there's like, no way that they could do it now. But I think well, if they had done it, if they had done it in the, you know, Gordius to Midas transition, that it probably, it, it, I mean, you know, I, 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 some of the community would have been pissed, but not like they would be if you did it now. I, but that just that still just feels really awkward. I think if you're going to do that, just only have the savage mode. I don't think it's that different. Yeah. Which I mean, I think we'd all be fine with too, but Yeah. Doris, are you a raider? Are you uh are you active in uh, the raiding community? Uh no, I did coil, but I didn't bother with with Alex. No. Uh what's No, why no, is that? Why is that? Because yeah. c- because um because the lack of incentive because um 
once I get the, the gear out of um, Alex, um, it's just going to get replaced in um, three to six months. Yeah. But um, Coil was the same way. So what kept you rating in Coil that kept you away from uh, the story? Alex? Yeah. The story. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Doris, Doris, yeah. that's exactly what we've been saying is the problem. You know, and I think that it was, it was very similar to me. I was very much driven by story completion. And it's interesting, you know, Nika, we had, we had been talking last week that you, um, you know, you, unlike me, have felt very rewarded by, you know, the gear and the drops that you're getting out of part participation in savage now and i had said you know even back when i was doing rating when i was actively rating coil that the rewards really didn't even feel like rewards and i'm gonna go back and double down on that statement because as as i go back and i think about it i passed on a lot of rewards that i could have gotten or could have used because i just sort of felt like eh, it's not that big of a deal like i would pass to other members who would want stuff you know like would want tank pieces I know that I passed at least on uh, two pieces to to scry. So you know, like, and and we did not see that many tank pieces out of the time that uh, the time that we had spent in binding coil. So even the rewards, you know, like I don't know that I would have done that in FF11. I would have been very competitive. Right. I was very competitive for the drops that I uh, was going after in FF11. Yeah, but that's because 11's drops had like a two percent drop rate, and you didn't even know if you were going to claim the. Well, but that's. Anyway. I think that that's that's also something that that. <laughs> kind of benefited you, that system. You, you kind of just made incentive. my point for me. Even in Dynamics, the shit like never drops. So that's exactly. why it like, made it, I don't know. Exactly. You weren't sure if you're going to be able to claim that boss and salvage now if you're going to get that drop. So. About anything in the open world. So obviously. I, I, again, I've just, I've never felt motivated by the actual rewards that come out of any of the systems in this game. And that's really disappointing because everything just feels like a, a predetermined tome grind that I just get these many tomes and then I'm done and that's it you know it's there's there's not much more for me there and even when I was getting raid gear didn't even really feel like enough of an incentive to keep me uh, to keep me there but I do want to agree with Doris on this that the story did thank you Doris we really appreciate the call if you want to call Limit Break Radio Limit Break Radio on Skype 810-515-8715 LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord uh, so I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of people that want to talk about rating and of course we can go back to that but let's move on and talk about the new trial that we'll be getting with 3.4 of course Containment Bay P1T5 which is Sophia the Goddess uh, now, we, I mean, we don't actually have uh, an image associated with this, uh, you know, with this encounter. Uh, but uh, I mean, suffice it to say, the the design on the Sephiroth battle was very, very well done. Yes, and I'm very excited to see what awaits us in uh, the I mean, next, you know, the, 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 wax, the next warring triad. But they did say this was going to be like an eight person trial fight because the last. Conti- or last warring triad was just a solo trial. <laughs> what? Oh, what? Like, did, no, no. They act- yeah, the last warring trial. Oh, was- oh, that awful thing. Oh, remember? Oh, I even forgot about that stupid Garlean thing. I, it was it was nice story, but it was like that's all we got of that. that what are you guys talking about? Fight. You had to go fight. You fought some dumb asshole. The, some asshole Garlean. Yeah, the- trying to take control of the other warring triad, and then you just run in, and you, it's cool because you go in with like. Your I story. felt like that. Cool. I completely that was forgot just, about that. It was just filler. That was it just was, filler. It was a story to tell you what the Garleans were up. 
up to. But the thing is, is that's all we got of a battle with that. We didn't even have a battle with that that leg of the warring triad. So yeah. did they actually confirm this was going to be like an eight person? It's triad? all bad. Yeah, it's going to be an eight. It's got to be an eight person. <laughs> it tri- be. Come on. It Mika. better be. They're, these, are taking, these are taking the place yeah, of it says primal bay, fights. Containment Bay Extreme on the slides. So, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, it's <laughs> going to be. God damn. <laughs> extreme mode one person. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. Uh, we're going to get two new dungeons, and I'm actually kind of excited to talk about these because um, there are some very cool lore and story implications that yeah. come from these. Uh, the first new dungeon getting confirmed that uh, we're going to be going to Zolfatol, uh, which I'm... I'm both excited by this, but also a little bit disappointed. And let me explain why. Yes. Why? Well, I'm I'm excited about this because we've long heard about the Zephatol region, uh, and it is a large region that exists on the northern part of the map, going as you start to push towards Alamigo. So it's exciting to see that portion of the map get opened up and explored. Why I'm disappointed is a little bit for the same reason reason that I was a bit skeptical about Keeper of the Lake being a dungeon and this also just being a dungeon is that there is yeah there's not going to be any kind of exploration that we're going to get the representation of the region on the map through this dungeon and then they're going to write the rest of it off which takes a large chunk of uh of um uh, real estate out of the potential uh, new zones that we could see in mm. the next expansion. Yeah, but like that area is a desolate wasteland of that, nothingness. Well, we don't know what's really there. I mean, we mountains. Uh, yes, there is a lot of mountains according to the map, but I mean, we've also heard about a lot of other things that originate in that area, including berries, uh, including specific races that have come from that area. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I I don't like when big sections of this game or or very prominent sections of this game are strictly relegated to dungeons because nobody really pays attention to the dungeons. It's the thing that we see the most often, but it is also the most transient because nobody pays attention. It's it's automatic when you get into a dungeon. You're just trying to get through it as fast as humanly well, the possible first time and get I to do the it, end. I always make sure. Well, like, of course, when all that the stuff comes first out. Time, yeah, and, I mean that's all that matters. The first time is so you learn the lore, and then it doesn't matter anymore. But, but like you, I always go through and make sure like if there's little notes on the floor I will I don't care as the tank I will hold up the entire party if it's my first time to click on everything I don't fucking care because I want to I want to learn the lore but what would you rather what would you rather have a full area that you can explore a full zone that you can explore that adds a significant section of geography to the overall world map which is something that I would definitely want or do you want an instant zone that is just sort of supposed to be a kind of representation of what exists there. And I think the last couple of dungeons have really kind of proved that the design actual uh, the actual design of the dungeon spaces themselves I think has taken a hit in heaven's word. It's not as intricate, it's not as uh clever and it's not quite as involved as it was in the 2.0 era. And I think that also is uh, is something that leaves me a little bit skeptical here. Am, am I right in thinking that Zelfatol also borders uh with Garlemald? Um, like to the northish, don't aren't aren't they on the, the I, southern border? It's I mean it, it's kind of it's 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 kind of tough to tell uh, it, just because we don't have clearly defined sections of the region. Okay, so it you might be right. 
You might be right. I, I so feel maybe like, maybe we'll get Garlemald and we have to go through the dungeon, and then when we get through the dungeon, we'll have a whole new. I think area. that that's. I think that's hoping for a lot. I, I, yeah, I, I think. I, think I, I mean, honestly, I'm just really hoping in 4.0 that they finish out the continent. I don't think that we'll see anything off continent. I, I was thinking like maybe this is going to be a sneak peek of an area we might see in 4.0. We might see an expansion of Zelfatol. I doubt it. I, th- I I'm I'm honestly I'm of the opinion that it, this is all we're going to see of. Zelfatol. That this is meant to be the representation of that section of the map, which bums me out. So, well, also this is like the like the not the hard mode version is usually like story driven, right? So, what possible reason would we have to go to Zephyrtal in the story? Well, it, it we is, know there's Exali there. Yeah, there is. It is. Uh, there's we don't a really lot care of about Ex- narratively though. Like the Exali are okay like <laughs> i think narratively we're either going wow. through this area to go towards alamigo for some reason or towards garlemald that's really all that would that's be up the there. only reason yeah. yeah like i can't see us going there other than morbid curiosity which is kind of a silly narrative reason so. yeah. what's up in those sweet mountains up there mm. uh so we've also got uh hard mode great google library <laughs> actually i'm excited because <laughs> this, this is, is gonna be this cool this is the first hard mode of the heavensward dungeons correct uh, uh yeah. where is Snowcloak hard mode Square Enix? Yeah, we haven't had any other hard modes of Heavensward Dungeons and for whatever reason they give us the very last one first. I, I feel like Snow Snowcloak hard was like a reference in an interview somewhere. So we may get that a little bit down the line. Where's Keeper of the Lake hard mode? But great great Google library was one of the best dungeons for lore exposition and I kind of wonder if they're going to take the opportunity and give us a bit more exposition. Yeah. Here. This is a That's hard mode I like can actually see. get behind. Yes, and and, and I, I mean if if there's any hope, it, can get behind. Yeah. If, if there's any hope that you, wow, Nika, I'm proud of you. That's all right. <laughs> Good job. Nailed it. Uh, if 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 there's anything in this patch that I can hold out some excitement for, I think it's this and getting, uh, you know, really getting to watch Ethis Asher's video after he <laughs> plays the dungeon. That's what I think I'm most excited for. I look, okay, look at that second picture. Is that the the, the book from the original library and the guys like? Stepped out of it. It, it, it does, looks it like, the same like guy. it. Yeah, it looks like it. That looks like exactly what happened. He he finished uh, exiting. He finished. He finished reading the book and gained uh, all of his knowledge and just stepped out. Yeah. Hello. So they might be releasing this because I know they're having a lore actual lore book releasing soon. Oh, and you can only go into the dungeon if you have that. Lore if you've book. read the lore book, no. right? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with an item code that unlocks a dungeon. That would be a bold move for an MMO to make, wouldn't it? You have I to, can you only have to imagine buy, the, you have to the buy the dungeon. Way to gate that <laughs> one, Essie. Oh I can only imagine the LBR episode that would come out of that. Oh God, yeah. Uh, there would be some major salt on that one. <laughs> Three hours of a pause. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the greatest uh, troll in the history of MMOs. We've got some PvP updates incoming. A new instance zone for the feast and dueling uh, is going to be added. So fun. Uh, um, it, I don't know. It looks. Can I duel you to the death? Tank versus tank. I guess. I mean, it's a square arena. Yay. How, how quickly, like, when I was watching this live, the chat just exploded, like, talking about open world dueling. And so I'm like, no. No, no, no. You're no, not no. going to get open world. No, you, no, no. You, you crazy right people. You step into the floating dojo and you one on one, and that's how we do this. Right. If you're intended upon it to challenge to a duel, and then if you click accept, you just teleport to a magical arena. <laughs> Or what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You gotta get into a party of two and queue up. Yeah. Probably, go into, go into the zone. Uh, 
hit the little drop down button hit duel and then you'll be placed in a waiting I, queue i bet i bet much like in the way For 40 minutes I, I i bet much like in the way that when you walk into a city zone it flags you for rested S- xp that there will be only certain areas that you'll be able to flag pvp be like dueling. triple triad rules yes exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yep and you'll be able to purchase a furnishing that allows you to duel in your house it's a boxing arena. That would be cool. That would be very cool, but I don't see it happening. You don't want to know what would happen like on boxing, Belmont with that maybe item. Maybe they'll put it in gold saucer like that boxing game from FF7. Oh, God. Can you imagine Can you imagine <laughs> the uh, the role play cream corn fights or the <laughs> can I? sexy yes, I can. foxy boxing that would go on? Oh. I don't have to imagine. I get to experience it. Oh, no, no, no. Ugh. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, it's, it's not good. It's all bad. Rogan it's, it's and on Rogan and mud wrestling. <laughs> no, stop. Yeah, stop. live from the Coliseum. Oh, dude, I'll, my my whole femoral link shell. That's going to be our next event. Wet Let's T-shirt do. contest. Let's do it. God, I, that, I remember having pretty big titties. You can't tell me that a wet T-shirt contest wouldn't be pretty fantastic. Man, so not cool. That whole basement just smells like gunpowder and musk. Yes. <laughs> Why does it smell like Astroglide? (laughs) Getting a scrimmage practice mode. Yeah, I guess. And a spectator mode. Okay, I want somebody, one person, one person tell me the appeal of a spectator mode for PvP. Uh, That we get to sit around and call PvP matches on stream now. It's going to be great. Yeah, awesome. This is made specifically for Limit Break Radio's success. (laughs) (laughs) They made this for us. Is this the Olive Branch? It is. Oh, man. I think it is. (laughs) We're sorry about Verminion. Your spectator mode. Except they're not. Except they're not sorry about Verminion. They're trying still. And we haven't even got... We haven't Uh, gotten there. Oh, my God. I've got my own salt mountain when we get there. uh, It's going to be great. It's the greatest thing in the world. So, uh, yeah, you can follow certain characters a maximum of eight people viewing one match and spectators can see buffs and debuffs of the players. This is going to be fun. I really... You can see buffs and debuffs of all players. Like, you have someone watching you who's on voice chat with you. Can you call out to them things that they wouldn't be able to see normally without tab targeting around as oh, an advantage? I wonder if they'll do Probably. it like League of Legends style where there's like a 30 second delay. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Because if it's long enough, uh, you know, it, it, the, most of those buffs will wear. People can view one match. Yeah. Those queue times are going to be so much larger than the actual PvP matches. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, more people will want to watch than right. will want to actually PvP. Holy shit. Never actually thought of that. Uh, I see the point in watching a match. Unless you're a streamer and you're doing something fun with it that way. I can't see a point in watching. Why wouldn't you just want to play? I don't know. How often do you PvP, Nika? But how, a lot more than I would want to watch one. Okay, but do you want to PvP? Sometimes I do. I think it's fun. If the queue times weren't 45 minutes, I would queue up more often. That is something that a lot of they people are complaining about. Like, the, yeah. the PvP queue times are horrendous. They really, really are. Okay, well, how about games. this, Nika? I'm trying to do some work by creating an outline or something, and I can't really dedicate my time to PvP, but I want to watch people PvP. How about then? Okay, but again, that goes along with streaming, podcasting, whatever. But if you're an actual well, player, I didn't say, I didn't say streaming you're not or podcasting or anything. Streamer. I'm doing work, Nika. Something I know that you don't do as a teacher, but that's <laughs> fine. Oh, but. you did not go there. Burn! Oh my God! Burn! Oh, it's getting rude up in here. I just think the actual average person 
would not really care to watch a PvP rather than play it. I don't know. I, okay, here, free no, company no, no. role play event where we all go to the racetracks and bet. Oh, we can bet on people PvP. Oh, oh, the underground yeah. gambling scene. We've already made it more fun than the actual game makes it. Oh my god, this is gonna be great. <laughs> no, here in uh in uh drawing back from my experience in Warcraft three, people never ever ever want to go against another person and play and fight them but they always want to watch other people fight. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think because I they comment. don't want to get embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you're going to have a, a surprising amount of people yeah, right. watching this. Yeah, what if we let spectators vote for the winner and then we do a <laughs> weekly segment about it on the show? There you go. But oh, I okay. wonder if there's any kind of way to choose which one you're going to watch. <laughs> because like someone was saying Mr. Happy wants to do tournaments and people can watch it, but like if there's other people also doing that at the same time, what if you queue up to watch somebody else's match? That's lame. Well, presumably with a tournament, you'd be doing the scrimmage mode and then you just watch that match like I, I, I assume you have a, it doesn't say you can I assume oh yeah, do you do you get to pick who you watch they actually don't say that do yeah, they? they just sure don't let's <laughs> just spend 40 minutes on talking about the PVP viewing uh, feature That's like more exciting than Vermin oh my god <laughs> that, you know the, I, I gr- won't deny that one grand companies are getting an update we're gonna Finally. be seeing we're gonna be seeing the uh, platoon oh. feature implemented and we actually got a bit of a screenshot of it uh, some people comparing this to trusts from FF 11. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that it's totally similar to that, but it does seem like uh, a pretty cool uh, addition. I wish I knew a little I, bit yeah. more what it, was going looks, on here. No, it looks like, okay, that, that user interface looks like, okay, this is your platoon, you get eight NPCs, and you level them up or something? Or like, you raise their affection? I don't know. Here's what I know. I was watching this live, and while I don't understand like basically a word that's on that screen, here's what I do know. The chat started getting real mad during this, and I don't oh. know why, but oh, everyone what? started getting real pissed off during this. Is that right? Like, kind of, like they were pissed off that it existed, or pissed off about the way that they were... It was just a whole lot of WTF, and this is stupid, and stuff like that, so I don't know. I mean, know. it just makes me wonder, because weren't trusts implemented in Eleven because there weren't enough people playing, and they needed <laughs> more ways for solo people to do party content? Yeah, how about that? So why do we need this? Mm, why yeah. indeed do we need this? They announced this back in like April, so I'm wondering like what their original. I don't know. To me, to me, this just looks like uh, this just sim. looks like. Uh, <laughs> no, no. What, to oh, me, the chatter saying dating sim. That's funny. Uh, to to me, what this looks like is it just looks like an alternative to using your chocobo companion. That's it. That's all it looks like to I, me. It looks like a way cooler alternative. I mean, it, like, yeah, like it's a little bit more involved, but I, I, I don't, I don't think like, it's going to serve much more of a purpose than your compa- your chocobo companion already does. But I mean, that's kind of I don't know. There's eight NPCs, and then none of them are like story NPCs. They just look like generic, like part of this certain army NPCs. Not a um, but I wonder if you can kind of create the way that they look and stuff and they actually become your buddies. That would be cool. Uh, I don't know. Like a retainer? No, I think you'll probably have to recruit Like them. an adventuring yeah. fellow? Yeah. Nah, yeah, I, I don't see that I, happening. I don't know, but I've played with some bads in this game and some of them might be better. Yeah. here's That's <laughs> what I do now. Well, this take- is... Go ahead. Then. If I can take uh, three of these assholes into a dungeon, so I don't have to deal with like the Ryuichis of the world, then <laughs> I am set. Uh, I don't know. I think this is going to breed a whole bunch of new bad players. I don't know. Maybe we can do why? this in Palace why? of the Dead. Why? You got, you well, got why these, would it? Hang you on, because you don't have people actually. And in, I know in some dungeons you have people actually explaining fights and explaining rotations and stuff like that. I mean, why would you think that you'd be able to take these into a dungeon, though? I thought that's they what, that? I think they said that was the point. Yeah, that yeah. was the point. 
I, I, I don't see... Why would you be able to take... Uh, that seems dumb to yeah. me. It seems pointless if you can't take them in the I, I, yeah. I think What the it hell would, are you going to do with them it would you be, uh, As a companion. As, a, in the chat as basically they, like a chocobo companion. Well, you do they claim farming? you can take them into yes. dungeons, but they didn't say whether or not you actually go with them or you send them in like a retainer. <gasps> if See, a you retainer send them in as a retainer, that'd be the most stupidest thing ever because we already have that system called retainers. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. But if you have to take these, if you go solo into dungeons, it's going to breed a whole bunch of bads. Because you're not going to, you're just going to fire one and ice one the whole time if you're a black mage going into stuff like uh, Gordius or Midas or shit like that. Well, bads are going to bad no matter how you get them up. Some, yeah, I, but some bads are willing to learn more so than others. And so if they do everything solo without anyone ever helping or explaining to them, then that will create more bads in the end. Will it though? Will it's because it? Because bads mean- that have potentials to learn won't learn. Uh, no, anyone who has potential to learn will learn because the system, dude, are you telling me, are you really honestly going to sit here and tell me that there is a human element to this game that can teach you something that the game doesn't teach you itself through menus, through walkthroughs, everything, everything is displayed for you in excruciating detail for 14 there is nothing that is held back hidden or or even like even remotely vague or you know like it's all very 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 specific like full strategies or that kind of stuff like even as a tank even in like newer dungeons someone would randomly say oh you know you can actually pull this around the corner and i was like oh i didn't know that and like then i would learn because somebody told me like if i just ran everything with npcs by myself without you guys you guys are you guys are talking about like the most niche things ever no like well first of all you're talking about like the the destruct the erosion of of the ff14 player community because of the uh, you know the the removal of the human element and what i'm saying is that the human element has already been long removed except for like like juxta had just pointed out that incredibly niche narrow thing that 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 nico was saying you know there are very 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 narrow things that you need the human element to learn but 99 percent of this game is in like how it's supposed to be played is intrinsic through the fucking game and system itself whether if if it's not explained through dialogues then it's definitely explained in the diminishing returns that using shitty abilities will be able to provide anyone who's paying the least amount of attention then why the ice mage still exist because people are stupid because there are because there are retards that play this game sometimes i don't know maybe maybe if you have three of these asshole uh trusts in your party and you're playing as an ice mage you won't be able to complete the dungeon because your trust can't make up the difference because your ass is an ice mage maybe it'll help it might or or maybe the ai of these are going to be really stupid and the freaking ai are spamming ice wouldn't that be or maybe or maybe they'll be even the ai like hey stop using ice moves cut it out (laughs) even the ai that would be amazing that would that would actually be really funny because yeah then you can't sit there i want to report my bot to you square enix it was mean (laughs) your game is making me have the feel bad the game is telling me how to play and i don't like it it's my 12 (laughs) dollars and i'll drag and kick as long as i want 
<laughs> uh, there's going to be a new grand company rank for the first time shit. in oh line since oh. 1.0. Amazing. Four years being the last rank. I am finally going to rank up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be new gear available from this uh, rank up and from the exchange NPC. <laughs> Uh, hopefully it looks good from it. I would like to actually see decent gear right. that is themed after the nations because the last time that we oh. got that was a long time Hunts. no well, yes it yeah, was hunts yeah. you're right you're right it was hunts and uh, I think that they could definitely get more ornate they could get more aggressive they could get more badass for sure so hopefully that's going to be something that we see with these new uh, grand company rank uh, pieces of gear make and each piece cost 50,000 grand that's what. I, well, that was right. the other thing. Uh, well, we're going to get a cap raise, too, so that's going to be really nice. Actually, you know what? No, I need my grand company seals for the anima, so make them cost one. Okay. 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 We've got a new feature that's uh, coming down the pike. It's called Wondrous oh. Tales. What are you talking about? You don't even know what this is yet. I am trying to look at the screenshot, yeah. and I cannot decipher this at all. You don't even know what it is. You can't decide exactly. Why it's are you looking? It's just a nut kid on the screen. What's wrong with a nut kid? I love nut kids. <laughs> I'll like bet you do. Back there, seven out of nine. Uh, There's like a, a bingo look. four in a uh, row. Uh, <laughs> this it, is great <gasps> development going uh, on. Uh, <laughs> get, like zones and take to create something and hires the aid of an adventure. It's a book with many adventures and rewards. So, like a challenge log? It's got like pictures and stuff. <laughs> Maybe we can start scrapbooking in Final Fantasy. That'd be fun. B16. There's a tombstone on there and an elegant piece. O23. <laughs> you know how the, the date up there at the top says September 6th? You know, I wouldn't object. I would not have objected if they were going back and uh, re-examining stuff like the uh, the weekly challenge log because I think that a lot of you know a lot of people have uh, that's fallen off. You know, a lot of people's radars. Yeah, because it doesn't scale with your Heaven's Ward XP. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, the dungeon ones are still worth it. Like doing five dungeons from the yeah. Room. I'm not well. I'm not saying that nobody does them because you sort of do them just as you know as a matter of course. But uh, you know, I just I don't see anyone like really going out of their way or spending time like oh i can't log off until i finish this last part of my challenge log if, if you know if that if that goes by the wayside and and gets gets hit in the reset nobody really gives a shit so i can't log off without doing my uh, last wondrous tale but i don't i don't think yeah this is not i don't think that this is come gonna, on look at him so he's dumb. so cute shut up someone in the chat said nutter's gonna nut nutter's gonna stop you missed that. I know you did. No. Well, I saw it, and you know who it was? It was Skuro. You're repeating Skuro's juke, Nika. How do you juke. feel about juke. juke? Juke. How do you feel about that? You know, it's gone off my screen. I didn't know who said it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't care. You know, sometimes Skuro says things that are relevant, oh. and I thought that was relevant. Oh, so. my God. Was that a defense of Skuro? Nika, do Is we have to eject it? you from the show? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, we're getting some Trump's gold. not here. I had to do it for him. Getting some gold saucer updates, uh, triple triad. An instance battle hall will be added for each data center. Yay! Uh, oh, so that means I can, like, 
teleport to a hall and face people on other servers? Sounds like it. It sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, data centers. Uh, It's because nobody is doing it enough on servers, like localized servers, that they they have to open it up. Same thing with Lords. Triple Triad sucks. Same thing with Lords of Verminion, which is now going to be added to Duty Finder. And hang on, I just, I got to pull the show over and and, and just express my irritation with this move. Because I, and I just stop to realize and think about the fact that we're getting a duty finder for Lords of Verminion before we're getting a roulette for old raids. The old old binding coils and the old crystal towers sit and collect dust. No one has a single reason to do them except maybe they might affect some dialogue options in 3.4. Meanwhile, they could incentivize that very well with some tome bonuses and, and having a raid roulette. But instead, no. We get Lords of for minion added to the duty finder but what does that Talk mean nika. that we can she play dead to me what donation nika I, yeah i see yeah nice nice job sorry oh thanks evil hippie Appreciate so does it. that mean that we can play lords of minion without being in gold saucer yeah probably like, yeah, just it. so yeah. they think that the reason nobody wants to play us because nobody wants to Th- go that's yeah, that literally yeah. Oh. Nika just defended score oh mute her <laughs> boy she did the, the chat's got the, 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 pitchforks and flames. yeah you have lost the support of the chat Nika you should probably <laughs> oh oh e- evil hippie and scape death are furious oh, for, for your defensive scurl oh god <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that chat Nika just pooped on I just you <laughs> on them yes I did wow seriously though literally this, this conversation happened at SE where Yoshi walked up to his team of yes men and said you know what guys I think no one's doing for minion because they don't want to go to the gold saucer anymore and his people were like yeah that was it let's fix it you know part sure. of the reason I will say part of the reason I don't no it's not no, <laughs> don't not you lie minion. to me don't the even minion and don't even races is because they're in separate don't. zones no. that you have to zone liar to. liar you would no, not do chocolate races you filthy liar Okay, with how much I'm like obsessed with MGP and getting all those cards and shit like that, the fact that like there's you can actually get quite a few thousand from doing the challenge log of Chocobo races every week, and every week I think about it and I'm like, I don't even remember how to get to the fucking Chocobo zone. Like it's somewhere in the gold saucer, but just by running around to it, I can't get to it. You're saying you Ethan would right. do it. You would do Verminion and Chocobo racing. Maybe not Verminion, but if Chocobo <laughs> racing, okay. if Chocobo racing was right next to the mini cactpot guy, I would probably do it. I, Chocobo I, I, racing, I actually don't horribly disagree. with with like maybe I would do it but for me no I might do it it's got its own aetherite so why are they not putting chocobo racing in the duty finder too why I just for minion why is there no raid roulette yet that doesn't make any fucking sense why are we wasting any more development time at all on anything related to Lords of Verminion this is objectively an event that failed nobody liked it I would rather eat six sticks than listen to anything from Skoro or his new mouthpiece on the show (laughs) savage look there is no reason to do Lords of Verminion it is it, it, it failed okay I don't know why this seems to be some pet project that Yoshi P has held out for. Because it's on par with Heaven's Word. It's stupid. <laughs> it's 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 really, really bad. It's a bad addition. Mm-hmm. It's a bad move. They needed to make a move to 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 say, look, like we we have an idea of what we're doing with our content. Not this shit. Okay, no. See, it makes sense. Now that Lords of Reminion have a sponsored team in the FFFL, <laughs> they need to push it harder and they need to make it more accessible to everybody. So that's why they're 
adding to the duty finder. And people sometimes uh, put it in the party finder raid roulette. Do you honestly raids, do you honestly believe that this is bonus. going to get any one person to fucking do Lords of Verminion? I'll do it. That's one person. Ugh. You're the problem. You won't. Yeah, You're, I know you won't. That's I'll do it. I'll. No, you so won't. I know. I'll do it once, and then I'll be justified. No, it's it's it, justified. It doesn't make any sense. This is going to be another portion of the game that never gets any kind of traffic, and it just it frustrates me because there are other things that we've been waiting for, asking for, and are frankly needed in this game that are going completely ignored. By by the development staff i don't how do we get lords of verminion duty finder before we get any kind of addition of binding coil or crystal tower to the du- to the duty fire to the uh, roulette structure that doesn't make sense give me more of a reason to log in every week give me more stuff to do each uh, uh, you know each week a-, a week is a long time for uh you know for a reset like that man give me more shit to do this is but, not- but if you have uh, if you add Raid roulette to the duty. Lov buffs are a real roundabout way by yo ship to mine more salt. <laughs> if you add the raid to a duty find, like add a, a raid roulette, then that's gonna output more tombstones into the into the game, and that might make imbalances. What? Imbalances, what are you talking about? Imbalances. Can you actually say? Can you actually like bring a real point to the table instead of just talking nonsense? I mean, you're trying to troll here because what you're saying is just fucking stupid. But I, I, I mean, I would, I would, I, I, Juxta, I would not mind an actual thought or opinion <laughs> in this instead of you being a fucking smartass. <laughs> could we get that? Possibly. I mean, what, what defense is there? What could we say? We're like, oh, no, this makes sense because it because it doesn't. Makes well, no goddamn sense. But being a smartass really helps move the discussion along, right? <laughs> it's all he's got. It makes things funnier. This is unbelievable. This, this is the part that bothers me the most. There should not be any additions to Lords of Verminion in any way, shape, or form. There sh- I mean, honestly, what I, what I need to see from Square Enix at this point is just an admission that that section of content failed and was a waste of time what and I, development. What I want to see is whenever and that they, they... And that they'll never make that mistake again. Or if That's they what ever I release see. that companion app that they did talk about, which I assume they didn't mention never in gonna this happen. letter. Never going to happen. And they remove Verminion from the game and put it on the companion app. I'd be okay with that. I would like to see empirical data on who is actually doing this to justify go this to the, Go to the fucking leaderboards. No, I, there are three people yeah. on the leaderboards on any given server. So I want to see what they're seeing to justify this shit because it's the three people that are playing or or square Square i know square to me this has got to be yoshi p's like pet thing like this has got to be like something personal maybe he's got a cousin that didn't do so well in school that in programming and he's got you know felt bad and that's what i mean come on but between this and yokai watch like fucking okay lloyd in the chat is saying that the reason obviously because they own lords of vermilion and they're trying to you know plug their own game but it is oh my god that is people how many people like lord of vermilion liked it so much that they went out and looked at lords of vermilion none exactly so what is the point there is none there really is the reason why because that's bullshit you didn't ask for this like i said i I mean between this and yokai watch like how much like 
you know, if if I found out that Lords of Verminion and Yokai Watch was the reason that we were getting two dungeons every patch instead of three, <laughs> like like honestly, would that that would that wouldn't bother you at all? Like, because I honestly feel like we didn't get half of this cutesy, like kitschy bullshit in two point Nope. We didn't get a quarter of this, and yet our content is taking a serious hit in Heaven's Word, and we get twice the amount of cutesy, kitschy bullshit. You have to wonder, at what point was time and, and development divested from good, legitimate areas of this game and put into this nonsense? And how much longer do we have to put up with it? I mean, can this can we can we get confirmation that this can end in heaven's word that we're gonna st- that that the development team is not going to continue on dumb development pursuits like Lords of Verminion that have objectively failed? I, I mean, because because we we spent a good twenty minutes at the top of the show going over why we would think they would justify the changes to the raid structure. And we're, we're like, oh, well, they're looking at the numbers. They're looking at the data. Well, if they're actually looking at data, why are they, do- why are they doing anything with Lords of Verminion? They shouldn't be doing anything with it. That's a waste of time. No one cares about it. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, because no one's doing it, they wasted all that development time and man hours creating it. So now they want to put more man hours into it so people start doing right, it. But at what point do you the just say it's a, cost fallacy. it's a gangrenous, gangrenous wound and just cut it off and let it go? That and, and that's the thing. We've seen other content that has gone by the wayside. That they've stopped supporting. That they could have found ways to continue supporting and that the community actually liked. Triple Triad was well received by the community. It's fallen off recently, but it hasn't received as much support as we thought it would. Six cards per patch is not exactly a lot of additions to that system. But objectively, way more people were playing Triple Triad, and they've let that fall off a long time ago. So why continue on this? I wouldn't complain if like if I saw a big addition to Triple Triad, like a, a new tournament feature or no. some, something cool and big for Triple Triad. Put Triple, triple Triad, triad into fucking Duty Finder, well, not okay, Lords well, of they Fucking are making Triple Triad's instance battle hall. I think that's their answer to that. I, maybe. I, I, I guess. But I mean, it, this just is really, really pointless. And even if it took half a day, this is a waste of development time for Square Enix and a, a just... A bad, bad pursuit on their part. So uh, there is also going to be uh, more jumbo cackpot. Players can now purchase more tickets for a maximum. There's more money. Who does? Who does the jumbo? I I forget about the jumbo. I do it every week. I don't. Do you? I I win a whole like thirty MGP every week. I forget to like. You win that, or is that how much you get? And then you're down and down. You have not negative seventy. Even if I do it, even if I do it, I forget to reclaim the. Yeah, I forget to claim it. So far away. Yeah, that's part of it. But the thing is, is that the cool thing, I guess, about this is that do you decide, do I pick three? Like, the, if you pick the same number three times and you win, do you win? You win the reward three times, I would assume, right? You get three million? I would assume yeah. so. Yeah, yeah so, I think so. So you can choose to do that or to pick three different numbers completely. Okay. That's, I mean, that's not a bad addition. I'm not going to complain about that. I, I just, fine. again, I just don't know what I would use the MGP on even if I won. 
You just hoard I it until they the add more stuff. I buy the cloud and the Fenrir mount. I guess, yeah. I, that really is, that would be the only answer would be to hoard it until there's more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, housing's going to see some uh, some changes, well, some additions, rather. Uh, we're actually going to see the addition of uh, apartments. apartments. Look at that. And, uh, you know, we had, we had sort of speculated that maybe this might be, you know, a specific housing type, but it looks like it they're, they're like, it looks like they're specific plots. Yeah, that's a big ass building. Building. Yeah, looks like you yeah. can go into. It looks like it is a type where it says shared spaces available, and it shows people that would be sitting in what looks like an apartment lobby. Yeah, but I so think I think that this I might be a complete. Like, I think it's a whole new type of house. Just talk like like. No, what? a house type. No, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. like no. there's an apartment, no. there's a shared <laughs> lobby where you can go. Nika, into. There's no plot of land that that's that's that big in this entire game. There's none. I think it's, it's going to be I a think whole it's new its own area. It's like its own type of house. Yeah, it's going to be a whole new ward. Oh yeah, probably. You can't, but you can't place it. It's going to be there, and then you go. You know, I buy think it's a room. like an apartment building, like yes. yours or mine, like our condo buildings. Like there's sure. a lobby where you can share this space with others, and then you can like go up the elevator and go to your yeah. apartment. I right. just don't think you're gonna. It's gonna be a like player ownable. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like we had spe- we had speculated for a little bit that uh, you know you would How buy a cool. plot and be able to place uh, apartment like an apartment building. building. Yeah. Charge rent. I want yeah. to own what, you, the apartment. Charge rent to other players. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Slumlord. Boy. That would be that, that would be awesome, uh, but uh, that's clearly not happening. No, I don't think so. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be its own uh, I mean, I its think own this area. Way it allows everyone to have a house. It's going to be smaller, obviously. It's gonna, but it'll have multiple rooms like an apartment would. Yeah, it's going to be somewhere in between the, the yeah, like uh, the the size of a personal room. It, I, I would imagine like maybe three personal rooms if you laid them, uh, or maybe four if you put them in a. Is that confirmed or just no? Speculation? I'm, I'm just I'm going to guess. I'm gonna. It's gonna I cost mean, because it's 500K. Fi- yeah, it's five hundred thousand. Just sort of based on the cost, I think so that's what we're probably gonna be looking at. Damn it! I wanted it to be a monthly rent that you have to pay, and you get evicted if you don't. That'd be awesome, <laughs> dude. That'd be great. That would be kind of funny. It's an apartment. Um, but I, I, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm still not kind of sure what, what hole this exactly fills. I mean, it fills the fact that people want their own personal houses and they can't because there's no space. Or, or a lot okay. of FCs can't afford get a, a house. Room. Yeah, exactly. Get a room. Get a personal well, room. A room does not give you... This gives you a chocobo stable, at least. Um, you don't get a garden, but it, it gives you more space than just a room to decorate. It gives and you if, a house. If you can't a cool afford a house, lobby. can't you not and get it, one? And I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. And it's only 500K, which is way way cheaper than a small house, but it'll still have multiple rooms. You can feel like you have a house to go back to. Yeah. It's going to be like a homeless shelter. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> have very active free companies. So like, even though your free company has a house, like... I don't know. And you're oh, not but, attached but, to your free company, so then you end up buying all this money and placing stuff, and then you know your free company goes on the shitter. But Nika, it's, but Nika, aren't you concerned to be able to own one with your husband? Don't you want to be able to own one with your husband? Isn't that an important thing? Not share with this? Huh? With the, can you not share apartments with other people? No, you can. Oh. Yeah, can I you? mean, I are, me and me and Sarah already have a small house together, so. I was just making fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm. Wa- I've been waiting on. Buy an apartment and share it with him. So I think if you can share with people, then I don't. Then this is cool. I'll buy one. So we've got the addition of aquariums. Yes! Yay! It's Finally, not, it's not the furnishing I wanted from Eleven, but it's a good one to replace it. I want mannequins. That's the one I want. But aquariums are a good start. So there's any way to display gear like on the wall. Yeah, I want a way to display my gear like on mannequins and stuff. That'd be sweet. So there's various sizes of the tanks, and depending on the size of the tank, that will uh, determine how many 
uh, aquarium, how many fish your aquarium can hold. Yeah. Can you, you actually catch the fish and put them in. That's pretty cool. Do you have to do that? Say, can you choose the fish or does it choose for you? I think you, well, I mean, you could probably buy the fish, but. Like, or like, so all the, the fish, fish that retainers bring back, I can finally put them somewhere. <laughs> Only if you, you have go. an yeah. apartment, Nika. That's actually, that's actually a pretty cool, uh, a pretty cool feature. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of into that. Yeah. It's um, cool. it, Every, I, everyone I just, who's on the uh, LBR free company, just send me all the aquariums you get because our house is going to be nothing but a maze of aquariums. No, it's like a wall. send him all of the fish. Just <laughs> send him all the fish. Not give the aqua- me, give me your aquariums. Chava. Don't matter. We'll get the aquariums nope. at some point. Oh my gosh, do you the have fit. to feed them or they die? <laughs> That'd be awesome to see floating fish in there. <laughs> I don't if, that's play you do. if that's the case, can we just have an entire room of dead fish? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that would be awesome. Did they say anything about upping how many furnishings we can put in a house? They did. Uh, I, I don't, a while ago. It's never happening. Yeah, it, it was it was mentioned in an interview a while back, but it was not part of the uh, live letter. Uh, there's going to be orchestrian playlists, so you can uh, set up uh, multiple songs to be oh, playing good. in that's your nice. But what do you need beyond house? papaya? <laughs> and, and everything. Open faced mount cabinets. I don't know what that means, but open faced mount cabinets. Okay, so you know, you know, like uh, the dresser or the um, the bookshelf. Like, taxidermy or mount? <laughs> what? No! Oh. Shut up, Nika. You know that bookshelf that's right behind Kuki? You can put stuff on that. So I assume a mount open mount cabinet. Would just be like a cabinet that's open, and you can put your little stuff trinkets on there. Oh, Neat. instead of on top, you can put stuff inside of it. Yeah, I think I like Nika's taxidermy <laughs> retainer idea, and then we can dress them how we want. And I got my mannequins <laughs> finally. Yes. Mount, mount cabinets, not retainers. Uh, Nika's defending Skuro. Trying to get our ma- retainers all killed. What a I weird did it day. in the chat. The only reason I defended him was because I was mad that he thought of it before I did. You suck at everything. <laughs> uh, there's going to be double cross, uh, double cross hot bar implemented for controller players. Catering to controllers again. This uh, hot bar has been dubbed the W cross hot bar. Uh, for people who want to be uh, faster with a controller and more like complex hotbars, uh, you double-click the L and R buttons to swap left or right side macros. Uh, there's a total of eight cross hotbars and uh, more double cross or more double hotbar features. Uh, so that's going to be uh, good for uh, controller-based players. Uh, for exploratory missions, uh, they're going to be seeing some adjustments. Now we've been hearing being a lot. Being dim or being the retainers of your airship. That's a great question we don't we don't we're not totally missions are airship retainers exactly yes they are the airship uh missions so oh uh we're not entirely sure what's going to be uh they're just going to add more airship ventures so brings back i i 235 gear yeah uh exploratory missions some changes are coming in 3.5 uh they are adjusting the requirements uh so get lost gatherers what the fuck does that mean i don't know what that means i maybe probably means less reasons for gatherers to go and take up space in diadem i don't like, know what i don't know so who, who wrote that, wrote that? <laughs> probably yes, girl. Girl. It's, pro- it's your it's your base girl <laughs> i refer to him like that I really <laughs> uh adjustments to uh spoil exchange rates and uh there will be gear added that will be i-235 i would imagine this sounds like that this diadem. is uh you know a, a diadem adjustments mm-hmm. 
two thirty five because this is the next leg of Alex. So that means that the the next eye level is going to be like two sixty, right? You know, I, I, so look, why would this at least be two fifty? Look, I, I, I look, I, I got to say something right here because and this it, has been this has been an issue all episode. We got shit in the chat room last week. Why do you guys always talk over Nika? Why is it that you guys are always talking over her? I don't know if you're hearing this in the headphones, guys, but Nika's talking over us this entire show. I, there, I can't even get I can't I can't get a word in edgewise here for crying out loud. It has to do with Skype delay then, because when I start talking, nobody's talking on my end. Oh, we are at, we're in the middle of talking. God Almighty, you needed killing. Uh, so <laughs> yes, with gear gear being i two thirty five. Uh, this sounds like they're simply just going to be adjusting the level of gear that comes out of doing the event in an attempt to get people back in there. It doesn't sound like there are any systemic changes that are happening with Diadem, and that to me is troubling. Just, I didn't even just realize I said 3.5. Yeah. Not 3.4. Right. So, like, the I-235 is not going to be anywhere near relevant. Nope. <laughs> Who cares? What are we at right now? We're at 240. That's 240 We're at right, 240 right now. Right now. Right, now. <laughs> right that 3.4 is going to bring 250. This has got to be. The, uh, no, you mm. know what? You're old news. Now that I'm thinking about this, you know what? This has got to be rewards for doing exploratory missions. But that's weird because they're exploratory missions for the entire free company. But yet now you're going to get gear out of them, too. This doesn't make any sense. This is a troll. If this is if this is the, the adjustments to DM, this is terrible. If this is the adjustments to exploratory. Just exploratory missions, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Someone, I, 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 I can't really make heads or tails of this, but I mean, if this does seem to indicate that they are looking at readjusting DM, which they have talked about in the past, but I, I mean, this just makes me wonder even more what's going to actually be changing. Yeah, the people in the chat are saying that all that secondary stuff is coming in 3.4, like the gear changes and stuff, and then in 3.5, the things that say coming in 3.5 means that that's where the big changes will be and we actually don't know what they're going to be 3.4 is still going to increase our item level though right yeah i'm right. not sure why 235 is not going to be relevant even in two no 3.4. it's really not and why it, do you even bother living <laughs> I, I don't I, I i don't understand what the uh, purpose of the change is supposed to be i mean maybe to try to make it a little bit more appealing and relevant as opposed to what 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 drops out of there right 210? now like 210 yeah uh so but i still think that that's a it's it's a bad change it's a bad idea uh and i i'm worried for the future of diadem i i i was really kind of hoping that they'd be able to adjust it and pull it out and make some systemic well, changes to make it more appealing <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in 3.5. I, I, I just I mean, get 235 <sighs> uh, Of course, we know we, we of course, can uh, count on this for every patch. New Allegan Tombstones. Uh, well, every other patch will uh, will be added. Uh, scriptures is what they're going to be called. <laughs> Great. Tombstones of scriptures? Yep. That's weird. I miss when they were like biology and mythology and yeah. cryptozoology, uh, Scientology. There's also Penisology. There's, there's also going to be some new tome gear. Uh, they are uh, concentrating on a Charlayan design uh, for these uh, gear sets. Uh, now we've got the tank 
that is uh, that is displayed right here, right out front. Power. Oh, that looks cool. It uh, does. I it, do like that. It is a. I like that. I, I like heavy armor designs. Yeah. I'm not so much a fan of the crown. I, I like yeah. much more closed helm designs. But being paladin, I guess that really does make sense. And if this if this was the overall tank gear, I would probably be pretty satisfied mm-hmm. with that. Of course, being tone gear, we can uh, kind of extrapolate that it will be dyeable somewhere down the line. And again, I think dyed versions of this would be look very, very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see what else we got here. We got some uh, previews of other uh, armor sets. This looks like a mage right here. We'll uh, pop that over here. More like a cook. It's like a hipster, <laughs> he's like a hipster mage. Like I imagine, <laughs> I imagine that that guy's got like uh, you know like the lyrics of a cigarro song <laughs> tattooed in Aorzian <laughs> below his neckline. Yeah, is that a goatee? It does look like a goatee. Yeah. I don't know Do that elephants have. Goatees? Is that yeah? They, I don't think anyone sh- has. Goatees. Are they showing off some new facial hair? Square Enix. Oh, Square Enix. That, that one right in. I gotta Squarely. say that that friggin' haircut is terrible though. <laughs> uh, that that the thing hat, looks weird. Like that looks like bad. a Lollafell's head on an Elvon's body. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, not wrong. The hat looks really stupid. Yeah. I gotta say that 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 like. Top hat mushed one side down. Does that's not a great look no. that they've got going on for him. Uh, but let's see what else uh, we've got. Ninja. The, we've got a third set. Yeah, hey, yeah. There we go. Uh, Juxta will be able to take a look at Ninja there for you. What do you think? That looks pretty good. I like I how like it's it. a little a little simple, but it's still. What do you What do you think of the like? Ba- it's like a band. It's like a yeah. It's like a bandana, bandana over one of the eyes. Uh, it looks like she's kind of not quite sure how it works. It's supposed to go over your, <laughs> your mouth, but she's like. Ugh. Over From, the eye? Yeah, yeah, that is a little bit like like they just got confused. It's like a keeping a, the sweat out of your eyes. A really, a really, a really big eye patch. Yeah. From, yeah. From the really neck big one. down. Un- unnecessarily big eye patch. Yeah. That looks like old red mage relic armor. Like the Dynamis relic armor, that body piece, doesn't it look like the, red the, mage to you? I mean the the fit of it does. Sort of. <laughs> it looks like red mage to me. No. The Are jack you? boots and everything? It's not even red. It's it's Well, I mean red obviously it's not. the design of it does I don't, look similar. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Wow, you're stupid. I, I don't, don't see, see it at all. Man, you're I don't know. Moron. I, I mean it's okay. the yeah, the the Go new hang out with Skirl. The, the, I'll I kill you. Here. Go away. The new gear <laughs> designs look all right. They're not uh they're not terrible. Um, so we've got some uh, new crafter recipes, some uh, monk gear, and uh, knuckles being shown off here. In, uh, I hate the monk knuckles that are like big pointy uh, things like that. That's like so horrible. stupid. So Bigger than his arms. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I liked that when it came in WoW the first time I saw it. I mean, I feel like it would look way better on anything except for a Lollafell. Maybe. It looks. Yeah. I think. I think that looks goofy on a Lollafell. But I they mean, have th- to have race parity. <laughs> I think they'll scale. I cannot believe they show off gear on Lollafell. I honestly can't. You know what? Really can't. Doesn't. If these knuckles are like that big proportionally on like a myth or a Mikote, so like. If that blade comes all the way down to the fucking ground, right? That's actually kind of cool. Awesome. I yeah, would actually kind of right. be into yeah, that. Okay. Uh, but Galkas would have like the biggest ones. Right. Galka, what history game are you playing? Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato apricot. That, that would be like. Yes. Uh, did you, did you like hear? Wait, story. hang on. Did you hear how offended she got too? Like, <laughs> like she was, totally she was legitimately angry that I called it Galka and not fucking Rogan. <laughs> oh, why are you so angry? Like. Legitimately, like there was some real frustration in that one. Yes, Galka didn't. Galka had tails, for goodness sakes. 
fuck that. They did. All Rogadins have tails in the front. <laughs> well, they also all. They- <laughs> oh my <Jesus>. god. <laughs> da, 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 da. Dick jokes. Penis. Oh. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean that's uh, you know I I also want to say that the body piece looks pretty cool. Like the that that's not a bad body yeah. piece design right yeah. there. I feel like yeah, I've seen it before. Cool. There are much better monk body pieces in the game. I don't know. I the the shoulders are pretty cool. Like the the shoulder the uh, the armored shoulder the pauldrons with the sort of more cloth look. I actually kind of dig. I don't like how it's sleeveless with like metal shoulder. I would like. See, I think that, that wouldn't work well in yeah, in practice. No, I think. I think Maybe you're... one shoulder pad. Uh, what I, th- I feel, but I feel like, like the there's seat. actually a lot of body pieces that do that already that have the single yeah, pauldron. Right, yeah. So uh, asymmetricalness. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so uh, there's some RP <laughs> oh, this, stuff. Uh, this is a uh, Scalia stuff. What? Uh, RP stuff. Why do, is that do, my stuff? Actually, really this care? is useful. To be honest, you know who to not talk to. Is it? Well, I'm Sargatanis with no people on it. You're right. It's it's not useful, but. Yeah. No, okay, so for those of us wondering who don't know, you get a new status if you are RPing. So you can put a little little icon that people know that if you talk to me, I will respond to you in character. Yeah. It's, so it's, a, it's an I'm in character status. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, which is cool, which is useful yeah, also fine. on an R. Because there are people on Belmont who also don't RP, right? So Look, oh, I, yeah. I, I, all five I, of them. I just like the fact that they're making the people that I need to bully easy to identify. <laughs> okay, you know, I see. The, are you trying to say this is the pocket protector of? Yes, exactly. I, I see the RP, uh, the RP icon. Oh, whoa, whoa! And I Not know, cool man. I know I've got to give that person a swirly, a wedgie, a wet <laughs> willy, and I've got to give them pink belly. So, oh, so I mean, all four of those have got to be hit before I can move on. And uh, yeah, so no, I I, I actually kind of appreciate this change because I know who to harass endlessly. Dexter, please just sit around and Nero with that icon up <laughs> and just respond only like your character. I don't think very many people on Sargatanis will use this icon. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't it. think there's much of an active roleplay scene on Sarg. But I feel Sarg. like at least it allows the people, in all seriousness, who do want to RP to find other RPers on their server where it may be yeah. difficult otherwise. Choke me, daddy. It's <laughs> not hard on Belmont. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, that, that took a, that, look, if a, you're, a different turn. All, all, look, all I'm saying is that if you're really serious about roleplaying, go fuck yourself. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. That's all I'm saying. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. I, I mean, what, is what there if they're b- only semi-serious and only want to roleplay on Tuesdays and Thursdays? <laughs> then go uh, fuck yourself on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's right. I don't know. And go fuck yourself every other day because you should always be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay. By daddy. New veteran rewards are uh, going to be... about the veteran rewards, daddy. Uh, oh, okay. This is getting weird. Now we use character names. Who's going to go pay 10 bucks to change their name now? Not me. Oh. I got the name that I wanted. Put a that. dash Annie dash Eero. <laughs> <laughs> the <What>? dash. <laughs> you can use a dash in your names now instead of just apostrophe. Oh so I'm just trying to think of new ways to change up your name. Who would need a dash in their name? I don't know. Yeah. There's got to be some. We'll start seeing some soon, and then Square we'll Enix. See. When can I have a comma in my name? I need a <laughs> semicolon or an icon for like the clicks that some African languages use. Just click Did, like for when I'm role playing with Daddy. Now you can have like your Taru Taru name come over from Eleven. They all had dashes they between their dashes. names, didn't they? Yeah. That's true. They did. Like, well, I think even Taru does Taru Taru even have a dash in it? No, no, it doesn't. No. 
So, guys, who's really excited to pay a whole lot of money for an Odin statue that you don't need? If it's but any, you get an emote! If it's anything like the Heavensward um, Collector's Edition Dragon, fuck that. See, Why? See, the Heavensward that, Dragon was cool. It was just small. Yeah. They... When they first presented the Heaven's War Dragon, it looked huge. And then they sent you this little matchbox-looking fucking thing. It, it's, it's garbage. $130, realistically, if it's as big as I'm thinking, like, some of the Dark Souls figures and stuff are, that's not mm. bad. Like, I pay 80 bucks for figures on a regular basis, so, like, 130 for a really big, nice ceramic, like, or whatever, like, collectible... Thing. Some of the some of the pictures uh, game is that sarcasm. Gamer Escape actually has some pictures of this on their uh, on their site, and it actually does look fairly sizable. And I would assume that for one hundred and thirty dollars, you've got to be paying. For, I mean, th- you're talking about you're talking about a bonus item in a collector's edition that cost eighty dollars. This is one hundred and thirty dollars for one item. That's right. got to be way more hefty. And exactly. I, and and again, if I'm paying one hundred and thirty dollars, I want this to be on my mantle. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. It, it looks they, detailed. It does. It does. Yeah, I, I mean, I gotta say, it looks very cool, guys. The most important thing: have did they show what the the emote looks like? No, in-game? I don't. I don't know that they did. I, I mean, it's got a Zantan Zukin emote. Oh, does it come with an in-game emote? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's important. Need, oh shit! Now I need to get it. Uh, uh, someone in the chat have- was saying it's about ten inches tall, so we were looking at about that tall. It's not bad. It's not too bad. It's not terrible. Yeah, Nika, do you even have the shut your mount? You have to be on the mount to use it. You don't just have to have the sword because I have the sword. No, but I'm saying, do you have the mount? No. Do you have the Odin gear? I have the stuff that you could get from the Odin Fate gear. Yes. The real Odin stuff from the from the <laughs> trial. Nisha. I didn't like the look of that. You don't stuff. get the Zanzatukin then. The stuff from the Fate. <laughs> You're not a real cool. fan of Odin. We have all the stuff from the Fate. Praise be the Odin. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> uh, FF14 Ultimate Edition magazine coming out in Japan. Mm. <laughs> the thing that. that's happening. Are we supposed to be excited about that? I don't know. Uh-huh. I have no clue. Uh, meteor chopsticks are a thing. And Oh, and the first link is like bowls and, and a cup. That's cute. Mm. <laughs> buy stuff. Spend money. Would, they showed off a lot of swag to buy. Why don't you just use a Whether fork? Whether you want it or not. Yeah, spend your money so they make more of her minion shit. Bubble slippers! <laughs> I've been waiting for these. This really? place is boring. Really? Yes, I use them on my in my glamour on my character sometimes. Mm. And they talked about when they put them in the game, they said they were going to make them in person. I've been waiting for pictures, and I'm super excited. It says Tokyo Game Show, but if they don't have them at FanFest, I'm going to cry. It'd be funny they if bet. they had little, like, little whoopee cushions in them so they fart every time you take a step. <laughs> they better be squishy. Oh, my God. I want them so bad. I will wait in line for them at FanFest forever. Uh, so there you can... Look how squishy they look. Oh, my God. Queer. We got some FanFest information and some uh, some teases. And again, I, I, I look, guys, we, are su- we were super successful in our uh, hashtag bring Susan campaign. That's correct. It, it didn't happen the year that we were shooting for it to happen. But it's going to happen this year. Yeah, Square Enix is just a little slow. Okay, 2016, uh, Susan Calloway is going to be out there performing for us, and that's going to be awesome. I can't wait to mm-hmm. you know see her again and uh, and have a chance to hang out with her. Uh, this is, I, I mean, again, anyone who's seen Susan Calloway perform live knows that you're going to be in for a. D- just awesome. dynamic dynamite performance so uh, we're super excited to be looking forward to that out at FanFest but we've also got our outfits <laughs> I can be Titus Yuna I love the Yuna outfit uh, Yuna's dumb I can't uh, 
Okay, at least it's Summoner Yuna, not Gunner Yuna. Stupid. At least Gunner Yuna would be hot, though. Stupid. Because of the boobs. What do you mean stupid? It's either going to be from this or from uh, Veteran Rewards. I, but This uh, was coming sooner or later. I know it was. I just hate But you know, I'm Titus a little bummed that so they gave... Much. Okay, they gave, they gave us Lightning, they gave us Yuna, and then they give just Zidans and Clouds without giving us Garnet and Tifa. I'm bummed about that. I just, like, why Titus, though? I God. know. Did, uh, Actually, is I garbage. Titus's gear fits well into 14. I have always though. hated mm. Titus's gear more than any other gear. First of all, why does he have the semi-armored arm thing? <laughs> and what is with the, the mesh knee protection? That has never made any fucking sense in the entire time that I've played 10. I've always looked at that and been like, why is one of your pant legs longer <laughs> than the other one? That's and why does it have that stupid goddamn mesh? That's his, uh, that's his kneeing leg. You gotta protect your kneeing leg for when you're playing Blitzball. It's dumb. I know, I'm excited. I hate I that like gear. I've excited. always hated it. I've hated Tidus in the general. Worst. I hate that character. I can't the wait to be worst. Cat Tidus. Ten is my favorite. You guys are horrible. I don't hate Ten. I hate Tidus. Can, can I? I like Tidus. Is there a way that I could, like, texture hack hearts and farts to become, like, Tidus wearing Tidus stuff so I could just watch him die over and over again? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> Please, could you that happen? To it. Okay. So could, or, how about this? How about, how about, how about this shit is a dream. Like we get it for like a day, and then we and then Square Enix goes, "Ha! It was all a dream, just like the game." Ha ha! Daddy's mad. Or maybe this Daddy's is foreshadowing yelling. that we're gonna get Blitzball in the game. Why? <laughs> why would you? Why would you ever think that they would add Blitzball? Because they talked about it for they, a while. No. That's never. That's. It's, they did. They had a whole it, conversation about how it might, maybe someday, possibly, kind of, sort of work. It doesn't make sense in the universe. We don't have giant spheres of water. Never gonna happen. We, and we can't breathe underwater. It's perfect. It would be way better for the gold saucer than fucking Lords of Verminia. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Wrong. At not least wrong. it would tie into the franchise better. But it's never gonna happen. Functionally, I just don't. I, would, I don't see it happening. Nothing but play Blitzball if it was in this game. That's all I would do. FanFest. <laughs> We Please knew FanFest, we knew October 13th through yep. 15th. Badge pickup is going to be the 13th. Titus and Yuna outfits will be given away to FanFest attendees, along with Riku, Yuna, and Lulu minions, depending on your region. Hmm. Uh, one outfit, outfit oh, wait, 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 wait. per you account. Only get, you only get Riku, Yuna, and Lulu, depending on your region? Yes. yes. All those people who are super obsessed with collecting all the minions cannot get them all? Yeah, Isn't it great? Suck a dick, dumb shit. I'm sure if they'll put it in the um, Mog store eventually. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Did they put the the Mog outfit from last year's fan fest or last? I don't think the Yuna and Titus outfits, but what about the minion? The Mog outfit that well, was for well, viewing it live. No, yeah. this, is, this is the same thing. Is that this you is win, the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You go to fan fest, or if you buy the Twitch stream, you right. Can, yeah. yeah. Right. So. I don't know. I mean, I think that that's... I, I don't know. I like digital exclusivity. But yeah. the thing is, is that there's no way to... I don't think there, there's no way to trade that kind of stuff, is there? No. I mean, if you got a second one and didn't didn't fire it into your oh. minion box, you could... I don't know if they're yeah, tradable. But, but are, your accounts, some of them aren't. Your accounts oh, you're are right. region locks. You're so. right. That's Remember, the, back when huh. we had that uh, white fat chocobo stuff? That's people, right. People can transfer those. So. Okay, they're saying if you buy the stream of the different regions, you'll get it. But I don't know. 
That's that's a lie. Don't that's, listen. Who said that? Street, Who said that, Nika? Lots of people in the chat actually. Like Skiro said that, Nika. No, people said it before. Skiro Your base said it. No. You're a monster, Jux. <laughs> Don't believe everything your base says. Can I just mute Jux the privilege, please? <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they would do that. But you buy all three different streams and you get them all. I don't know. 75 bucks. Yeah, though. that's a pretty big investment. Maybe, though, because then if you went to all three different fan fests, you would get the different ones. That would kind of make sense. Yeah, who's got the but, who's got the, who's got the cash to do that? Depending on which fan fest you went to, so that way it wouldn't be based on your account; it would be based on the region of the event. Well, someone's gonna complain about it, but it's not gonna be me because I could give a fuck less about me. Amen. Uh, all right. So, uh, oh, and by the way, if you happen to live in Japan, Fan Fest Tokyo applications are now being accepted. We know that Fan Fest is a way smaller event when they go to Tokyo, so they do take applications. The that period is now open. If you want more information, I'm sure that that's over at the Lodestone. So make sure you uh, check that out. Applications for what? Uh, FanFest. Fan like fan for fan going? Fest. Yes. You need to apply to go? Yes. That's correct. You have to apply they've and then they that. Uh, pick you to be able to buy tickets. Yep. Oh, damn. Yeah. They've got a very different system for for uh, for Japan. And it seems like a much smaller event, too, which is weird because it you is- would think you would think that the, it would the, it would generate a whole lot more interest. So, uh, all right, let's talk for a second about this uh, Famatsu interview uh, that had come out and uh, got some pretty interesting discussion. We had talked about some of these points earlier, uh, but uh, I wanted to make sure that we got through all of them. So uh, in this Famatsu article, which, by the way, I'm sure that Kuki is linking in our chat room. uh, And if you'd like to discuss anything on the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash discord we're going to go back to our phone lines here in just a second but in this famatsu article uh we've got yoshida talking about uh some of the difficult you know the 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 difficulty gap and skill ranges uh between players and uh you know this kind of ties into a lot of what we were talking about with where the raid scene has gone so uh we wanted to make sure that uh we talked about this while it was uh still relevant but let's before we get into that let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Zero Aeolius of uh, Sergeant Tannis. What's up, Zero? How's it going? Hey, guys. What's up? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What do you want to talk about today? Um, this is my um, overall statement for this past because um, I'm very um, worried about um, SNL's um, disappearance since uh, the very library and uh, her conversation with Warrior Darkness, and I think this past will... Um, Basically, we're sending around to twins more than the Warrior Darkness, I think. You're breaking <laughs> up a little the, bit. You say Alpha Nose is very hard move. I think it will be the first dunce in, in the beginning of the pack because I think that will answer the question why she would be in there first, then go for an air. So, I'm sorry, you're kind of hard to understand. Uh, you're, you think Google Library is going to be the first of the two dungeons in the new patch, and that will bring us up to speed with yeah. what Alpha Nodes doing? Yeah, I think that's all. Because um, so far, um, we only seen her basically running away from the 
Warrior of Darkness, but before that, she was in the library for some for some unknown reason. So I'm curious why she was. Yeah, there. Him. You're right. There was that scene that uh, occurred between the uh, Asians that also had uh, Alize that was oh, uh, uh, that was present for the scene uh, between the Asians and I, I think she was there for uh, the uh, between the Asians and uh, uh, what's his name with the glasses, the Scion. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Yuri Yeah, Yuri she was she was a part of that scene or somewhere. She was like hiding behind the corner in Old right. Law, wasn't she? Something like that. I don't remember, but I know that she was, she was uh, hiding somewhere. She was somehow attached to those series of cutscenes. So uh, it's very possible. I think uh, you know revisiting and catching up with Alize is uh, probably pretty important. And uh, who knows? I mean, you know, that's there's just a lot of speculation there. Okay. What? What? I, what? I have a real point. Sorry. No, do Do you or are you just going to look around the room confused more? I could do that too, but I'm going to do that after my point. Uh, didn't they show a picture of Alize like on the couch with? Elf, you know, like uh, hovering over, like all concerned, like. So I I think the other way around. I think Alfino was on the couch and she was looking. Well, how can you tell? How can you tell the difference? Well, I mean, they're both girls, so. (laughs) According to Krill. Da 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 da. But yes, that did happen. Did you have a point about it? Well, I thought that. I figured that if it was Alizé on the couch being dead, that she would try to be and do something brash and stuff because she knows something about the Asians or whatever. And then she's going to well, get I fucked up I, because I, she's a girl. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, like, I, th- I think with the great Google library playing, uh, playing a part in this next uh, series of, uh, uh, you know, series of uh, content, as well as the changes to dialogue based on whether or not you've completed coil i think that that's probably two very strong pieces of indication that we will see a return to uh seeing what the fuck alize is up to so uh yeah uh, appreciate appreciate the call zero uh if you want to call limit break radio limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord let's talk a little bit about this famatsu article uh yoshida does you know he stated in the interview that uh, he sees the gap between players and skill ranges uh, and sees it as regrettable and wishes to narrow the gap with less reactionary choices now this is an interesting statement there uh because i feel like they have made a lot of reactionary choices absolutely that um and and again uh, going back to their previous statement about the difficulty of uh you know the creator section of alexander that you know are they actually listening like do they really actually have a sense of that because like i don't think that adjusting the difficulty down is necessarily the right move and especially if you claim to be listening to that portion of your community and 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 wanting to make less reactionary choices that is one of the biggest reactionary choices that they've made well, I mean, like everything they've done recently has felt reactionary. So he's not wrong in saying that they've done that, but he just hasn't given us any indication that he plans on changing that approach anytime soon. I don't know at, at what point, like, I, I guess it's not technically reactionary to adjust the difficulty down because there's no reason to do it. It's 
So what about? I, I, I mean, I, I like there. There is a big gap. I, I think that he has correctly identified. Yes, and we have we have talked about this as well. That there is a gap between players who log on, do their roulettes, and you know maybe do a, a crystal tower, or you know they'll they'll uh, do their uh, weeping city and macaque. Uh, you know, but and and that's that's really where their engagement with the game ends. And then you've got players like Nika who seek further engagement through raiding. And I feel like that he's trying to say that he's he wants to strike a balance between those two types of play. But I don't know that you can. I think that you just end up whittling the interest away on both ends. And I'm not sure the difficulty is the reason for that. Yes, I'm not I sure agree. the difficulty is why people aren't raiding. I agree. I think it, it has way less to do with the difficulty and way more to do with the incentive. Yeah. We've had callers that have identified that. We've been talking about this for six, seven, eight months now. I mean, it really has, it, it comes down to the incentive structure that's not making a reward feel like a reward. And that I, 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 understand that that feedback can be received as you know as as very subjective and also you know uh you know very sentiment driven and i understand that but you know that's really like games and specifically ongoing games deal in that like that's the currency that that your game needs to be continue to be successful especially especially if you're expecting your audience to pay month over month to have access to your product if you want them to continue to pay month over month then you've got to be meeting them with the quality of content that they expect and i just don't think that we've been met with that this entire year and that's disappointing it's so disappointing for me as as a player who absolutely loves this game because I understand when people say, "Look, I you know I've got to I've got to unsub after a month because look I've got other things that I want to do I've got other things that I need to pay for and other stuff that I need to concentrate on." There's a part of me that that wishes that the game pulled at you a little bit more than it does and and. You know, a lot of people identified that as as negative qualities to MMOs uh, maybe 10 years ago. And and, and I think WoW did, uh, you know, went to great lengths to strip a lot of that out. And it's going to be really interesting to see with this latest WoW uh, expansion, the direction that they end up moving their community in. And the reason I say that is because WoW is really the only MMO that has the ability to innovate anymore because they have the resources that they can lose. They can lose a million subs and be totally fine it will not take the company under if final fantasy 14 lost 2 million subs tomorrow (laughs) we would be looking at changing this game from a subscription model to a free-to-play model overnight it would change it would change the entire discussion surrounding this game and and again you know people I, i don't think i don't think people really stop and realize this or 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 appreciate it if they do realize it that this is one of the last mmos that has a subscription charge along with it that you have to pay wow has a way where you can farm if you're playing enough you can basically play for free (laughs) 
Most yeah. other games have a uh, you know either a pay to win model or some kind of you know uh, uh, really uh, broken micro trans model or they have you know jump potions or whatever. And you know it, it, we in the FF14 community, especially here on the show, have been a very active and vocal proponent against a lot of those ideas because we've seen what they do in games like WoW. And if WoW is having such a huge fall off in the last like year, two years, it's going to be really interesting to see what their strategy is to try to regain some of that focus and try to regain some of that hype and attention because it sounds like a lot of people are in for Legion. A lot of people yeah. are going back for Legion. Yep. And I, a lot of I, people close to us. I don't even understand why. Like, I don't I don't even know what they're adding that is so compelling about this, but I'm going to be very interested to see because I think this is going to be the bellwether for the future of MMOs. Just like WoW has led the charge in the last 10 years, it's going to continue to lead the charge until it loses that subscriber base, which I don't think is possible in this in this day and age. So are you going to subscribe and play WoW Absolutely not. Legion? No. No, Just no, to no. see what they can do, Daddy? No. <laughs> Why are you calling me Daddy? He's calling I, have Daddy. My, I have my RP flag up. God, I hate you. <laughs> you know what? No, 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 no. Here's the thing. If you want to have your RP flag up in the studio, you have to actually make a physical RP flag to hold above your head. No, 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 He's working no, on it. no, not a shitty one, not a piece of, uh, of notebook paper. This is this actually has to be an arts and crafts project from you. Like a piece of you can, okay. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do this in the sp in the time that it's going to take can to I wrap the show up. one? No. I want a temporary one no. for right now. No, I'll no. Arts and crafts the fuck out of my no. RP flag. Okay, if you do that, I'll just mute your mic for the rest of the show. How about that? Well, that's no fun. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, it's one or the other. We got to get. We've got. We've actually got content that this is, dude. This is why I'm so frustrated at your fucking <laughs> sidetracking today because we've got shit that we have to finish here on the outline and only 30 minutes left in the show. We actually have stuff to talk about today. We don't have to meander around in the dumb shit that we normally do. <laughs> And we, we have a goal. We have a goal. If we don't get through the end of this, I don't know what happens. I'm gonna. I'm, I may murder you. I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> oh my God. No more mic for you. God, use it responsibly. For Christ's sake. Uh, all right. Choke me, Daddy. Please make this justice in God damn it. Thanks, Dirty Randy. <sighs> All right, uh, so Alexander Savage is uh, being viewed as more difficult than was intended by the devs and is looking to start following a, an easier format to find that sweet spot. Uh, of course, this is what we talked about a whole lot earlier in the program. Uh, Mika, again, I, I, I mean, I, I've got to defer to you. Uh, mm -hmm. This, I, I, in my opinion, this is just such a, a misguided move on Square Enix's part. Um, what, what would you expect or what would you want to see out of the final uh, the final tier of Alexander? It's so hard to to answer a question like that. But um, I mean, if you're disappointed by this, if you're disappointed by this opinion, then what could he have said that would have encouraged you or would have left you walking away from the the quote a little bit more encouraged? Man, I guess. 
Gosh, it's difficult because a lot of what we're saying is lacking is incentive, whether it's through gear or through story. And I feel like the last leg of a, a raid cycle is the wrong place to change that. So it's it's really difficult to to think like all the things that I want them to change. I think they should start with 4.0. Um, Honestly, like what what I'm loving about Midas is the fact that even though we're only on A7 and we haven't even touched A8 yet, none of us are burnout. None of us hate it. The second this interview came out, my entire raid group is like, "What the fuck? We're triggered. We hate this. Why is he saying this? Like, we we are loving this raid tier. We're doing a you know we're having a good time doing it. What is he thinking by saying this? And I think that's fair. That's a fair reaction. I mean, whereas in Gordius by A3, we're like, this is the worst thing ever. What were they thinking? Were they high when they made this? We hate this. We quit. Our yeah. group's falling apart. Right. So I mean, there's a there's a very big difference between, and I just. I mean, like we were saying earlier, my my only real like I just don't understand where he's getting this from. Yeah. If it's from if there are actually, I mean, what are the JP players saying? I don't know. Maybe even I, the JP players that are clearing the it are saying it's too hard. I mean, Arthur's is in the chat. I see him talking. I just don't. I don't know. Like. <laughs> It, it, it's hard. I feel like that they should continue the next raid cycle around the same level as Midas and then in 4.0 change it up somehow. Because, I mean, it, as much as I want them to change the incentive or change the story, although they said there's supposed to be more story in this tier, I don't know how much of that I can believe um, that it has something to do with the time. But I don't know. They should they should definitely change it for 4.0. But as of right now, I mean, I'm not a game developer and I can't really decide what I would like to see changed. But I think that Midas is in a good enough spot that if the next raid tier was about the same as Midas, I would not complain. Uh, well, so I don't know who quoted? is complaining. If it, if it gets too easy, like, I don't want to be like, I'm not world first and I would hate for me to all of a sudden be clearing all four levels within the first couple of weeks. Cause right. if it's that easy, then it means that they've, you know, like I don't want to be farming. Cause I feel like if I'm already going to be on a level where I'm farming all four raids from like the first couple of weeks, then I'm going to be way bored of it way earlier on and not log in even more well, even right. quickly. And more that's quickly. the question. What is sweet spot? What does yeah. that mean? Yeah. I, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and I feel like they, like it would have been, if they had said they had found the sweet spot with Midas, I would have probably said, yeah, you might be onto something there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they, they got way closer to having a properly tuned raid with Midas than they did with Gordius. Yeah, I think so, too. I think our group definitely took way longer than the average group on A6 due to lots of issues. But yeah. So I think that if in by average, we probably would be finishing A8 about right now or in the next week or two, which I think is good. You know, you complete all four of them and have a few weeks to have all of them on farm before sure. the next one comes out. That makes sense to me. I think that's good. Um, I know with the coils, there were a couple of the rounds where we actually had them on farm for like a month or two, and it got really boring really fast. So I think you need to kind of have that level where most of the mid-core players are beating it with just a few weeks, maybe a month well, to spare. Then I mean, if if you're still struggling on a seven savage and you weren't having those kinds of same struggles with, uh, with binding coil, then I mean, it's maybe it does need a bit of an adjustment to be easier. I don't, but I don't want it easier because I didn't like Fair that. Fair enough. The fact, I mean, the fact that we cleared binding coil 
we're, and then had it on like we would literally just log in on Tuesdays clear all four log out for a week like I don't want that right. I want to log in a couple times a week to do rating because then at least since I'm already logged in I'll probably do roulettes and do other stuff as well if I'm beating everything in one day I'm not going to log on again and that's lame yeah. I don't want it to be so easy that even the mid-core groups are beating it with with no with no trouble yes. with no trouble yeah no yeah. yeah. that's that's a pretty good point that's a pretty good point uh, let's go back to our phone lines real quick and talk to uh, Logos Hugo of Ultros what's up Logos hey how's it going y'all good um, so kind of on the topic that you guys are talking about um, I really feel like his direction and the way he answered that question was is the final Alex is probably going to be easier due to the difficulty of the rotations and then once next um, patch comes out or next expansion comes out that they're going to be tuning back the difficulty of the rotations but increasing the difficulty of the actual rate that would be interesting because you know any in every indication that we've gotten in terms of the the development of the individual jobs is that as the level cap gets higher that the rotations will become more and more complex they haven't given us any indication that they want to try to shrink that down or make it less complex i mean you know and you think about the ways that they can do that you know you're talking about uh you know uh, condensing abilities or uh you know making uh making skill trees and and forcing players to choose which abilities they unlock making binary choices things like that those are ways that you can that you can kind of do that but i don't think that ff14's system is very well designed for something like that if they were going to implement it logos how would you see them implementing it um honestly i I feel like that they would probably tune back some of the like the actual buffs and stuff because that is something that he talked about um like with stance dancing and different um stances and stuff so are you talking like are you talking like the slashing debuff that warriors would give or something like that yeah something like that or maybe something with black mage where they have multiple lusts they have to hold um Hmm. just like tuning that down or maybe extending it to where you don't have to watch it as much um wow definitely did something very similar to that where they messed with buff timers made things um also more available to see i guess uh they had things where like icons would pop up on your screen to tell you something was ready or available um i i could see them doing that or making it where they have different types of stacks of different things yeah uh, that's i think that's a pretty good point um you know it's it's possible again i just i i I wonder how, you know, because when we saw the jump from 50 to 60, we did know that rotation changes were coming. And they did. I mean, they changed the nature of quite a few jobs. Bard being a huge one. Uh, You know, uh, and uh, I mean, even uh, Black Mage is another huge one that changes, you know, the entire, almost the entire meta of it changes as you take it from 50 to 60. And I feel like that's sort of the sort of things that they're going to be doing, especially if they're, if they're concentrating on you know raising the cap with every successful you know every successive expansion i don't think that we're it's it's unreasonable for us as an as an audience to expect them to have horizontal uh, progression at this point it may be something that we want and call for and remember fondly from other games but i don't think that it's a fair expectation for us to have for ff14 as a game at this point because the devs have proven again and again that they have no interest in horizontal progression and that they're only going to be pursuing a vertical progression model and that tells me that 
rotations are only going to get more complex as time goes on. I mean, you, we talked earlier, they're adding a new double hot bar method for controllers. That oh. tells me things are just going to get more and more complex. Convoluted. Yeah. Convoluted. Exactly. Uh, thanks for the call, Logos. We uh, we appreciate it. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, of course, Limit Break Radio on Skype. 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Man, they are racing them boats real hard they out sure there. sure are. God damn. It's, it's, this is the first time I can hear them. It's like louder than it was earlier, yeah, and I don't understand. I don't understand it's why. Louder, louder than yesterday was. Too. Yeah, it's nuts. Sure, sure is. Sure is. Uh, HQ boats. <laughs> forgot you were on mute. Aww. Uh So uh, yeah, if uh, if you want to call the show, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. I don't know how much more room we're gonna have for callers. We do want to get to the end of this Famatsu uh, interview. Uh, so yeah, trying to find the sweet spot. Who knows what that really means? Uh, some classes were made too difficult and complex, and the devs are looking to reduce the complexity by changing its at level abilities. This is something that uh, that uh, Logos was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but the thing is, is I, I just uh, again I don't see how that's possible unless they start adjusting the function of certain abilities or the way that. That, uh, certain abilities are unlocked or obtained. Uh, I, I, I mean, I feel like a skill tree is one way to sort of compensate for something like that, but it's not exactly the answer that FF14 needs because I don't think that the system lends itself well to that. So. I, the only thing I can see them doing is having moves that replace other moves. Once you get this, you no longer have this ability. I could see that. That's the only yeah. way I can see them doing it in this or, game. Or, like, yeah, like or a some- level two of it or something. But at yeah. that point, that's just... I don't know, man. Or something like Ninja, where we, you get a move where it just refreshes your Hutan automatically. Yeah. But the thing is, that fucks things up when you go back to level sync, though. Like, even even now, like, using certain moves on Scholar, like, I'll put certain moves on my second hot bar, then I'm like, oh, crap, well, now that I'm level synced, I have to, like, flip back to it. I don't know. So I, I don't know if that would necessarily work, that one replaces another, because then... Unless when you level sync, it just goes back to its original... Yeah, yeah, well, I would assume so. So, uh, Yoshida was also uh, comparing the savage Japanese players to the sentiments of North American players. Uh, and, uh, you know, do the uh, do, do the savage content out of... Uh, more out of obligation than desire. And I feel like that's uh, probably true of the Japanese community. But do they feel like if they don't raid, then they're not experiencing the game? Or uh, Yeah, because, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like a lot of the North American community just sort of writes it off. I mean, I don't... I, I that That's not a sentiment that I recognize, which is why I, I say that it's probably uh, a sentiment for the 14... for the Japanese community. It could be. I, I could definitely see, like, the mindset of, like, this is the content they put in the game. We're supposed to do it. Right. Okay, Let's do well... It. Isn't, but isn't that kind of how... I mean, I don't play WoW, but I feel like most WoW players, like, there's not that many WoW players that don't do any raids, right? I'm sure there's tons of people that don't do raids in WoW. That don't do any raids? I Probably. I just thought that that was, like, the thing to do in WoW, and that once they put out a new raid, everybody does it. No? Well, I'm sure when there's I was lots playing of raid WoW, find- I didn't do very many raids. I'm sure there's lots of people that just do the raid finder, but aside from, like, the actual challenging stuff, I'm sure they don't bother with it. Right. Uh, Jap- uh, Japanese players have a clear rate of content that's, li- it's, like, three times higher than North American audiences. Uh, so, I mean, I think that alone says something right there that, you know, North American players just don't feel like there's a real compelling reason to do this. 
I mean, we've been saying this for a while. Yeah, I mean, I read that as three times more JP players are trying. Yeah. Than I know. Uh, yeah, but that's because they feel like if they don't raid, then they are left out of the game. Because I don't think any American players really think that at all. Like not that at if, all. They're, if they don't raid, then they're left out because the raid. I mean, the raid is a, such a small percent of our community. And, that, and again, the rewards only affect your ability to continue raiding. It doesn't impact at all your ability to do crystal tower. I mean, it does, but it really, what does it do in the end? Like, what does it do for your party? It shaves a couple of minutes off of your total time. You know, nobody actually is watching that player and going, oh, shit, look at the damage that they're rolling out. Like in dungeons, I noticed that. Though. I don't. Not so much in Crystal Tower. I mean, but even I as, even as well, but but Nika, both of us are tanks. And so both of us have a way different ba- situational <laughs> battle awareness than, than other DPS players or even healers. Like, we have the ability to actually look and, and, and monitor what's happening on the battlefield yeah. more so than other players do. We have to dodge less we have to rotate less i mean it 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 really is a situation where we get to notice that stuff more i I remember i the first time i ran a fractal and that we were pushing phases in the bosses i'm like oh hey we didn't even get to that second thing you know like yeah and that's everyone's gear and i'm like wow we're all of us are at max gear this is awesome i hope i get a group like this again like i definitely notice it in dungeons something like crystal towers and stuff though not so much but again I, i mean nika you know you had said you had said last week that you do actually check other people but then but then everyone else all four people in this room said that they don't they stopped that practice completely after ff11 and i think that that says something and i think what it says is you're plugged into raiding and so you're competitive with other raiders that's why you bother to examine them but because the rest of the community isn't engaged in that content we don't even bother to check impressive raiders that walk by because we don't give a shit Actually, I do check people, but it's to look at their glamour. <laughs> but I mean, that's what, fair. that's part of but, the gear loss that we're talking. Wait, what? Hang on. Is, is that hang on? Is that only if you like their glamour to see what the pieces are, or is it every glamour? Not every glamour, but if I like the piece or if I like how that it makes looks, sense, then I'll look at it. That makes sense. If it looks terrible, I'll look at it and say, "Wow, I need to get me some of this." <laughs> that, that, see that that makes a little bit of sense, but that's a function that that's going on there. You're not you've, also if there's tits. Have you ever ever paid attention to the stats? No, no, no. Yeah, never. see exactly. But see, I'm competitive with my glamour, so that's why I check people for it. But again, I feel like that's the only reason people check anyone anymore. Like, there's no reason to check someone for gear stats unless. Yeah, I- Unless, unless you're noticing, tanks. like Nika had said, like yeah. unless you're noticing that phase pushes are happening. Well, even and if I, I notice a phase, even see if, if they have better gear than my tank does. Even if I notice a phase push or something like that, I don't check the person. I just go, "Oh wow, we have sweet DPS." That That's just what strikes my in my mind. I mean, that and as too. a tank, I always check the healer to see if they're geared enough for big yeah. pulls and that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, as a healer, I will I I will eye level check the tank. Say, oh shit, I'm in for some big pulls, <laughs> or this guy doesn't have a good eye level. Maybe he's got so a big pull. So, yeah. so <laughs> a huge eye level. I'm gonna have to heal bomb him a lot. Less DPS yeah. from me. Well, and it that's seems that's technical checking. Tech. Wow. Tactical checking. 
Holy shit. That was actually really hard. Yeah, I noticed. Uh, so, I mean, it, with Yoshida preaching about raid content and, you know, like, uh, you know, he mentions the joy of clearing, uh, you know, clearing challenging content with seven others. But why why then seek to dumb it down? Why then seek to to, to lower the challenge there? So, oh, no, that so, makes no sense. So more people can enjoy the, the challenge? But we have story <laughs> mode. We have story mode. That's the ubiquitous thing for everyone to enjoy. Yeah. But and nobody enjoys mode, that challenge. When story mode first comes out, like the first week, it's not super easy. So I think like there's something to it. Mm. And then you, once you get your story and your weekly piece, who freaking cares, right? That's what that's what they wanted with Coil. That's yeah. what everybody wanted with Coil. And they got it. And now people hate it. Come on now. Well, and that's because people part complain of it. about stuff they don't understand. Part of, part of it is that the story just sucks. Yeah, story that doesn't help. Story, story for Alexander sucks, mm. and the story for Coil was actually decent. Mm-hmm. But, but I, right. you know, I still feel like though that if there was no normal mode and the only way to get story was through Alex, I think more, a few more people would definitely do it. Oh I, yeah. Although I do realize that there's not really story in between the different turns like yeah. there was last time. Like it's only at the completion of the fourth, which is why I feel like there's even not even that the story is worse, but that there's less of it. Yeah. No, I agree. It, 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 it does. That scene was like after you beat twelve. Yeah, no, you're you're totally right. Like that was a really epic one. You're totally right. Well, and remember that you know at the time Yoshida had stated that you know the rest of the team or the company might be kind of pissed about how much they spent to be able to make that cutscene. I mean, they really did go out of their way, and that was putting a bow on 1.0, which I get. I understood that, and I I understand why that would be a lot more epic and a little bit more engaging. But the fact that it's so bad with Alexander that nobody gives a shit. Can anyone? Name the NPC from that. They are right. NPC. What's her name? Louis Fox. No. What's her name? The the the, the uh, from the Alexander. Yeah. I don't know. No She's one knows. Yugiri. No. <laughs> um, um, that's not her. Female aura with uh, silver metallic glamour. Uh, Scarface. I, yeah, I think that's. What's the name of the aura chick in the Alexander story? Hover Nyan. Do you know? No one knows. No one knows. The chat knows. Of course the chat's going to know because they have Google. Me day, I remember. You didn't remember. You saw the chat. Yeah, you Googled. Now that they say it. No, they're saying. Now that they say it, I do remember. Oh, Oh, but yeah, just for the minute that we threw it around the room and no one could recall, that doesn't speak volumes for how engaging that story is. The mongrel? (laughs) Stop. Uh, so uh, it mentions uh, Scholar and Warrior and their utility uh, as being viewed as outrageous in Ooh. terms of balance, which is, which is really interesting because Yoshida in 3.1 had said that Warrior was working as intended. So which is it? Like, is that a mea culpa? Is that I, him saying, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> I do, it doesn't sound like it. Uh. I, I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I mean... First of all, outrageous is a very... That's a strong uh, word. That's a strong word, especially from from someone like Yoshida. Compare Warriors DPS to Dark Knights and Paladins. It is... It is outrageously stronger, I think, I'm not in terms sa- of balance. Never said he was wrong. I never said that that's incorrect. I'm saying that it's very interesting that this is a, um, you know, it, it's it, not like a backpedaling, but an admission, yeah, that, that maybe he was wrong or, yeah, that something does actually need to happen there. But, yeah, 
viewing scholar and warrior's utility as outrageous, I mean, again, that's very, very strong language to use associated with uh, those job adjustments. And I have to be wondering how scholars and warriors are feeling about this statement. Probably not fantastic. I was nervous. Is he saying that he wants to nerf them or does he want to bring the other two? That's what it sounds like. No. Maybe he wants to bring the other two of each up to par. I don't think that's what it sounds like. Because if he said that warrior is intended to be the way that it is way back in the day, maybe just Dark Knight and Paladin and Astrologian and White Mage are slacking and they're going to buff them. The term outrageous leads me to believe nerf. If it was the other way around, I feel like he would say the other two jobs aren't up to par. Yeah. Like the yeah. way that the way that word yeah. says to me yeah. says nerf. Yeah. Yep. Singling those two jobs out to me implies that there is an incoming nerf. So uh, that's probably uh, pretty disappointing for scholars and warriors. But you know what, warriors? It's hard for me to feel bad for you because you've been you have been rubbing that that swollen red dick in our face for so long. I get it. All right, I get it. Yeah, you can pump out pretty decent DPS. That's cool, bro. But like the amount of of just penis swelling that would happen at the mere mention of dark versus warrior like i'm not sad for you that you're getting nerfs dummy i don't know i'm actually surprised that he would say this now like didn't when they changed the the vitality the way the vitality worked and that brought paladins dps up and warriors down a little bit i thought that that balanced it kind of a lot a lot a lot like so that it wouldn't be outrageous anymore it, well but again is is warriors utility as a dps uh you know unquestionable yes it is and i mean should it be in a way yeah i mean yeah they they should be able to contribute to dps and they probably should top the dps charts but they should not be doing almost twice the amount of damage that other tanks are doing that to me seems like a lot yeah that's a lot. So uh, to me, I think that that's a necessary change. And it sounds like uh, it sounds like that's going to be happening. Uh, stats and substats are going to be changed in 4.0 as well. It's kind of vague. Yeah. They oh. don't say very much about what. It, that's vague, but that's big. I mean, stats well, and stuff. It could be small. It could just be altering the parry rate <laughs> slightly. But they're saying stats and substats. Yeah. That, to me, speaks of a more you know uh, 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 back end system uh, systemic change than I'm hoping they either completely eliminate attribute points or make it so that you can actually pick more than just the one main attribute point. Yeah, attribute points feel so pointless. They're, they're, they're yeah. so tacked yeah. on. I mean, that's just kind of a, a bring over from the original class system. I feel like either they need to make it so that we can pick multiple things and inspect differently and, and play differently or just eliminate them altogether. That's yeah. what Materia is for, specking differently. Right. They, I don't think we need the attributes at all. Yeah, well, but, but again, but again, the there, there, points, but there's no point to specking differently. Like, there's there's actually, no, there's, there's, there's actually, I'm hoping we'll ch- maybe by changing yeah. stats and substats will make there be a it's, point. it's an active detriment if you spec, uh, yeah. if you spec differently. So, yep. you know, like, okay, it, well, yeah, I agree with you, Nika. I think that would be a, a nice change to see. But again, I, with uh, how, without having a systemic change, like, yeah. what do you do? Like, let's say, for example, you can't uh, change your attribute, you can't add attributes to your main stats, so dex for ninja, strength for warrior, what are you gonna, or, excuse me, vitality for warrior, what are you going to put all your stats into? 
into vitality or strength for warrior. Exactly. That's, that's the, literally the only other stat will, that will help you yeah. as whatever your job is. Yeah, well, it, I think it, what would be nice is if Paladin could put something into mind or piety and actually make their MP matter. Like, Paladins that cure has always been a part of FF. Not so much in I this d- You know, I don't, I don't disagree with you there, Nika. We got clemency. It, it would. It would. Yeah, but <laughs> I think. I think if you like, if there was a bonus to specking outside the the norm, right? Like you've got, of course, like you know, crit rate and and debt. Like those are as as a tank. Like that's what you want to be focusing on, right? But if you got a bonus to parry, like you know, inst- if you melded parry and you got a, a, a bonus on top of what the stats already provide you, then that may be an ins- enough of an incentive to spec differently but it again that's it's, it's another systemic change that's mm-hmm. got to come from square enix and i again i just feel like you know they they say like we're trying to make these changes to make the game more dynamic and then every change that they make makes it more you know like it makes it more linear makes it more binary like yes makes it more homogenized exactly and that's the thing that i think concerns me the most about ff14 you know i i think that square enix has really got to shift the focus from bringing new people in and trying to bring people in from wow or guild wars and and finding things that are recognizable to them and concentrate on what your community wants wants what they've been asking for and the styles of play that they have also been requesting it, it does nobody any good to continually pair compare yourself up against a game that we have clearly identified earlier in the show doesn't have to play by any rules because they've got the resources to not have to give a shit wow wow could come out and release the worst content and still retain seven million players I'm pretty sure that was Warlords, Warlords of Draenor. Warlords of Draenor, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, really, that's what that whole expansion said. You can release the worst stuff and still maintain seven million players. And if you can do that, then you can do anything moving forward. And I, 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 I hate that I'm looking at Blizzard for the future of MMOs as opposed to anyone else because Blizzard put us into this rut in the first place. And and I feel like looking to them to take us out in the future is just, I mean, it, it may be folly. That may be deep, deep folly. But who else is in that position? Clearly, games like Wildstar or, you know, games that try to innovate in in this way, like FF14 1.0 did, they fail and they fail again and again and again. And then they don't have the economic resources to be able to either correct the course or fix the product. Fortunately, Square Enix did. Right. But now what? Now what happens? And I again, I just I, I, I hate that I'm looking to blizzard for the future it feels like the episode of any like action cartoon as a kid where the hero has to team up with the villain until the end of the episode but you know he's just gonna betray you at the end yeah that's exactly what it feels like 
Oh, man. All right. Uh, all right. We're getting here towards the uh, end of the show. Thank you guys for all of your calls. We really appreciate talking to you and uh, sounding off on Live Letter 31. Uh, it's been nice to have things to talk about here again in uh, in this game. So I'm not, I'm not used to it. I know, right? Like, we're, we're used to coming out here and having to tap dance and, and figure out, like, what exactly we're going to talk about. It was nice to just know what was there for a change. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. So uh, just like we do each and every week, let's check out what's going on in the FFFL. Good afternoon, FFFL fans. Week three is in the books, and what a week it was. We saw quite a bit of action on the waiver wire and on the trade market, so let's jump right in. First up, the T-Rexars claimed Terra off the waiver wire, releasing Rydia in the process. However, they weren't done there. After the Avengers claimed Vincent, they immediately sent him to the T-Rexars in exchange for Zidane, which marks the completion of the first trade in FFFL history. Juxtaposition also made a move for his team, claiming Lightning off the waiver wire while dropping air and after the matches got underway, one more trade was completed, which will reflect in the upcoming week's matchups. The Verminion Lords and the Melusine Marauders struck a deal on Thursday, which will send Orshifont and the Marmots juxta-killed in 1.0 as part of the Marmot Defense Force, yes, specifically those Marmots, to the Marauders. <laughs> Thank you for saying the full name. You got it. In exchange, they get Gilgamesh and Ishtola. Uh, last week was one that saw a lot of blowouts with not a single game settled by less than a 10% margin. So first up, the Balam T-Rexors got destroyed by the Super Senpai Megaforce, who continued to be an unstoppable juggernaut in the early part of the season. They fall to 1-2 and two, while the Megaforce is now 3-0. and oh. Speaking of looking unstoppable, the Chickabos thrash Titans Banana Hammock, <laughs> improving to 3-0 and oh on the season. With the loss, Titans Banana Hammock sits at 2-1 and one and looks forward to returning home next week. In our battle of futility, it was the Mellison Marauders who managed to avoid the 0-3 start. They take the win over the Red Wings, who improve, are improving to 1-2. and 2. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Uh, and finally, in our biggest win of the week, the Edelweiss Avengers crushed Beambo USA by a 26% margin. Despite their Week 1 scandal, they seem to have recovered nicely and now sit at 2-1 and one while Beambo USA falls to 0-3. Looking forward to next week, we've got the Verminion Lords, sponsored by SIDS, Magitech, and Used Chocobo Emporium, once again heading on the road as they travel to the missing member to meet the 3-0 Chickabos. It's on. Next up, the Balam T-Rexars will travel to Castle Baron for a matchup with the Red Wings. Yeah. The two teams combined for only one win this season, so the real winner might be any fan who can stomach watching this match. <laughs> Happy to be back home, Titans Banana Hammock is preparing the naval for the Mellison Marauders, who are looking revitalized after completing their trade with the Verminion Lords, and El Negro got Grande will try to slow down the surging Edelweiss Avengers as they travel to the Rogues Guild Fight Club. They've struggled on the road so far this season and will need to prove they can win away from home to have any chance of seeing a postseason berth. Lastly, the hill to climb for Beambo USA to get out of the cellar won't get any easier this week. They travel to the Chaos Shrine for a matchup with the Super Senpai Megaforce Ooh. who have yet to have an opponent even keep a game close. Yeah. Will Beambo make a move and stun the world or will the Juggernaut continue rolling? My vote's on Juggernaut. Probably. Yeah. yeah. In other league news, drama surrounded the opening of the Chickabos and the Titans Banana Hammock game as Merle Wibb refused to stand for the national anthem at the beginning of the match. <laughs> she was quoted after as saying she was doing so in protest of the way Rogan are treated in Eorzea. More on this story as it develops. Well, it's his penis. Oh, on the waiver wire this week, we've got Imerick, Prish, Kamari, Altros, Sherlotta, Yojimbo, Lena, 
Sid Highwind, Adia, and Fang. And our waiver wire order will be Papa Woody, Gordor, Mad Hatter, Surin, Aniro, Malkithera, Nika, Escalia, Juxta, and Kalo. All right. And that's hey, what's who going- is Shirlotta? Yeah, explain that, uh, sir. Shirlotta comes from the same game as Lacasius. Oh, okay. There you oh. go. So uh, I thought <laughs> maybe Aniro would like someone to actually be able to pick up. Would you like to uh, delve into their history a little bit? Uh, yeah, what? no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, there's someone that Lacasius like is uses as a guinea pig for a little while in the game. That's all I really know about him. Who? Gives a shit. No one cares. Apparently you. Uh, yeah, apparently you, Mister. Who the hell is my team? D- did you guys not get the joke? Uh, okay. What joke? The <laughs> never mind. That your entire team's a joke. Yes, that exactly. is correct. They uh, certainly play like one. All right, and uh, that's going to do it for FM uh, or uh, FFFL. By the way, make sure that you're heading on over to LimitBreakRadio.com on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are important days because that's the day that the podcast gets released, but it's also the day that voting goes up for the FFFL. So make sure you're visiting LimitBreakRadio.com and voting on all of these matchups and uh, vote for your favorite, your least favorite, whatever the fuck. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Way to sell it. (laughs) Yeah, do the thing. LimitBreakRadio.com. All right, that's going to do it actually for the episode. Guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us here today talking about live letter 31 this has been an exciting episode it's been fun to have things to talk about again uh we really want to appreciate we really want to say thank you and uh, appreciate all 150 or 251 of you that are watching this show right now uh guys if you if this is your first time uh stumbling up on the show and you had fun today then make sure that you hit that follow button come back every sunday Starting at one here at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. We do the show. We allow you to call in. That's not just something special that we did for this episode. We allow you to call in each and every single episode. So we want to encourage you to do that. Uh, that's that's done here live at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. But if you like the show, subscribe to our podcast over at limitbreakradio.com and uh, make sure you check us out on social media. That's facebook.com slash limit break radio at limit break radio on Twitter. And uh, also we've got that uh, nice reddit subreddit going on so uh, make sure you check that out over at the limit break radio subreddit so guys thank you so much for uh, joining us here today it's been a lot of fun join us next time uh, as we uh, figure out what the hell we're going to talk about for ff14 now that we don't have live letter 31 who knows what uh, next week will hold so uh, thank you guys for joining us but uh, make sure that you come back each and every single week here to twitch.tv so Limit Break Radio. I want to thank my crew. Of course, Kooky Persona, Womaning the Phone Lines. We've also got uh, Papa Woody, who's been hanging out here in the studio, contributing to the conversation and filling in for Kahlo. Thank you, Papa. Oops. As well as my normal hosts. Uh, we've got Juxtaposition, Ascalia Rayumasa, and Nika Kayani. And thank you guys for your contributions and your hard work for Limit Break Radio. We are supported at our patron site, patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. And that's it. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Ascalia Rayumasa, and Nero Gregori. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zurian Urexen, Azura Giacho, Bianca Forwin, 
Kalena Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darbykins, Sakura-chan, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by The Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash huskybythegeek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. (laughs) 